serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades baseball, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last night's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew is ready in the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball is brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal. Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising in the dugout as first pitch is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network and the Show Me Sports Network. Now let's go live to the field to the Doc and Norm Direct Broadcast booth. A little bit of a wait start tonight, but we're here regardless, about ready to go for some baseball, some exhibition baseball between your Jefferson City Renegades and the JC Legends. Some familiar faces for some longtime fans of the Renegades. You'll get to see them take the lineup, hear them take the lineup in just a few moments. But welcome in, everyone. I'm Ben Schmidt, bringing you tonight's exclusive Renegades coverage on the Show Me Sports Network. Hope you all are enjoying the start of your brand new weeks on this Monday evening. It's a hot one here at historic Vivian Field, but good conditions for baseball. Not a whole lot of wind, so we'll see if the ball is flying out of here tonight. But it should be a fun one, just like a couple nights ago when the Renegades played an exhibition game against the Queen City Crush. It was a blast from start to finish because it was high scoring. There was runs all around the board, and it was a 9-8 final that the Renegades won, so everyone went home happy. And now we get to do another opportunity because this is a game that's being made up from a couple weeks ago against the JC Legends and we'll see how the Renegades fare in just a moment when the first batter steps into the batter's box. Since we don't have a whole lot of time, got the lineup a little bit late, that's why I'm just now getting on air, but I am going to give you that starting lineup because we are doing warm-up pitches as I speak. For the visiting J.C. Legends, leading off and playing center field will be Bryce Kay. Ryan Paschal plays second and bats in right field. Travis Kay, the first baseman, is hitting third, and then Kevin Hogner, the extra hitter, bats cleanup. Tyler Brock, the center, sec, excuse me, the shortstop, 
hits in the fifth spot, and then Luke Carver, the second baseman, hits sixth. Cameron Morris is behind the plate in the seventh spot, and then Ethan Rackers, the third baseman, is eighth. Rusty Allen is the number nine hitter and left fielder, and then tenth is Jason Rackers, the starting pitcher tonight for the Legends. Should be a good one. Some familiar faces, some same shared last names throughout that lineup, but one more time for you. It'll be K, Pascal K, Hogner, Brock Carver, Morris, Rackers, Allen, with Jason Rackers on the mound. Drew Voss starting pitch tonight for the Renegades. He's currently out there finishing up the warm-up pitches. I'll get you the Renegades lineup now. Adonis Forte leads off and plays center, followed by Ross Lovich, the DH, hitting second. Jack Matashek, the right fielder, hits third. And Jackson Lovich, the third baseman, bats cleanup. Luke Fuller, yesterday's home run derby champ. Congratulations to him. Is the number five hitter in left field, followed by Colby out, the second baseman, batting six. Carter Goring, the first baseman, is seventh, followed by Joe Herschler behind the dish in the eighth spot. Taylor Hopkins to round it out. He's the shortstop tonight and hitting ninth. And like I just mentioned, Drew Voss is tonight's starting pitcher. We are just a few seconds away from him firing his first pitch of tonight's exhibition game. Pretty good turnout on hand here at Vivian Field. And we are now ready to go as the Legends first hitter, Bryce Kay. Great t-shirt and all is about ready to step into the box. This game will be loose, it'll be fun. And please bear with me because from what I've been told from this game in previous years, there will be substitutions all over the place. So there may be a time when a pinch runner comes in. And I don't even notice because I was told that last year we had the same person pinch run multiple times in one inning, which as you know, in a normal game is not possible. But you know, rules are meant to be broken here in this one between the Renegades and the Legends. Renegades coming off back-to-back -back wins. First one counted. That was against Des Moines on Friday. Then the non-league win against the Crush on Saturday. So they come in hot before they get back to real games on Wednesday. A doubleheader in Nevada. Voss's first pitch is upstairs. That's a ball 1-0. And we're underway here at Vivian Field. It's the last exhibition game on the schedule for the Renegades before they really got to kick things up and off a week and oh, a cup a notch a week and a half straight of games to close out the regular season. This pitch swung on and fell off. So now one and one on Bryce K. Renegades currently sit at third in the standings behind Joplin and Sedalia. It would be playoff bound if the season ended today, but it would be a wild card game on the road. They can't host that wild card game if they jump up to second or get a bye and host the divisional round game at home if they win the division. They are very much in the thick of things. Voss now back on the bump. The 1-1 pitch is up and away. That makes it two balls and a strike. Yeah, Renegades will come back on Wednesday after the off day tomorrow. Travel to Nevada thanks to Doc and Norm. Play a doubleheader and then Chillicothe at home on Thursday. Sedalia and St. Joe both on the road Friday. Saturday games every day starting Wednesday up until the finale on the 23rd. This pitch hit in the air out to center. Forte coming in. Still coming in but makes the catch in left center field. Four out number one and K is retired to get this ball game underway as Forte glided on over to that one, made it look easy, and that is out number one for Drew Voss. I like the jersey that Brian Paschal is wearing. He's got the gray shirt, but the Legends is in gold across the front. A little bit different look for each player that steps into the box. Seems like most of them have the gray shirt with the Legends across the front. Voss in his first pitch is upstairs, 1-0. Renegades are wearing their alternates, the yellow jerseys with the blue stripes on the sides and back. Infield defense plays Normwood's going out on the right side. Hopkins and Lovich on the left. 1-0 pitch coming. is swung on and misses. Voss blew the heat by him. So now one ball and one strike. Renegades coming off the all-star game yesterday in Clorinda as Voss's 1-1 pitch is fouled off. Now 1-2. and two. Now the Renegades and their representatives with the South Division did not win the game. Lost to the North Division, a division that holds the best teams in the league, but they did take home some hardware because 
Luke Fuller was the home run derby champion. So congratulations to him as he took to, took home first place before last night's All-Star game. One-two pitch coming, swung on, fell off, and we'll do it again to Ryan Paschal. Actually, I believe it's Ryan Paschal, pardon me. A lot of new names here on this lineup card for the Legends and a lot that are very hard to read based on the lineup card, but we're going to figure it out as the game goes on. Paschal back into the box now. Legends not wearing any numbers, just got the t-shirts, really no jersey they've got on. One, two pitches upstairs. Paschal started to go around, but then held a swing, so it's two balls and two strikes. Travis Kay waits on deck. Boss looking to retire two straight batters here to open the game in the top of the first inning. One out, nobody on. And here comes the 2-2 pitch. It is filed out to the right side and out of play. So good battle here going on. Boston able to put him away for out number two. After tonight, if you want a chance to come out and watch the Renegades at Vivian Field, the opportunities are getting scarce. Just four more home games total to Akathi, Nevada, and then twice against Joplin. So come out and see your Renegades over the next week and a half as they begin the playoff push. This one misses up and away. It's run full. The very least, Renegades need to hold off the Nevada Griffins, who are currently right on their tails for the third spot. Fourth place team obviously does not make the playoffs, so that's who is looking up at the Renegades. 3-2 pitch is swung and fouled off, and as a long at-bat continues, believe we're pushing at least eight or nine pitches in this one after Voss quickly got K to fly out to begin the game now and a long at bat to the number two hitter Paschel. Back into the box now Voss sets the right hander brings the glove to the hip now kicks the 3-2 is up and away and a good at bat there by Paschel worked the 3-2 walk and he heads down to first base with a one out base runner for the Legends. On Saturday when the Renegades played the game against the Queen City Crush Crush jumped all over starting pitcher Grayson Ironman, getting him for two runs in the first, two in the second. Hopefully tonight's exhibition gets off on a little bit smoother note for the Renegades as Travis Kay, the first baseman, steps in, number three hitter tonight. Just joining us. Welcome in, everyone, tonight. First pitch to Kay is lined out to second base. It's going to be fielded on a hop by Adi. Bobbles, so we'll have one play to first. And it's overthrown by Goring and over towards the Legends dugout. Moving up to third is Paschal. And that'll leave runners at first and third with one out for the Legends. And in business is the visiting team on what off the bat probably should have been a double play to end the inning. But that'll go down as E4 and now two runners on for the Legends. That'll actually go down as two errors on the second base or not. First on the bobble when he went to field the ball, and then a second error on the throw that over over the head of Gorling. If he didn't bobble the ball, they'd probably go to second and maybe turn two. But then he still had the play at first in plenty of time, but overthrew Gorling. First pitch now. Runner goes. It's high. The throw down to second base. The tag. And in there safely with the stolen bases, Travis Kay. And now runners at second and third with one out for the Legends. Kay got a good jump there and made his way up to second base. So now without a hit, two-in scoring position for the Legends. So now 1-0 pitch coming. It is upstairs. Nope, that was not upstairs. Thought it missed high, but it did not. So it's now 1-1 on, on Hagner. Kevin Hagner, the extra hitter, bats fourth tonight. He's in a 1-1 count against starter Drew Voss. Boss 
Now got to work out of a jam. The 1-1 pitch coming. It's grounded to the right side. Gorling's got it. He is going to concede the run and take it to the bag. And scoring from third is Paschel. But getting the out at first base is Hagner. So they get out number two. But a run in. And the Legends now on top. One and nothing against the Renegades. So the air will come back to haunt the Renegades. Otherwise that would have been out number three to end the inning. But now an RBI given to Hagner. And it's one nothing in favor of the Legends. Kay also moved up to third on the play. Stepping in and looking at ball one is Tyler Brock. Boss now just needs one more out to conclude this top of the first inning, but now trailing one to nothing. He's got a runner on third and Kay, and here's the 1-0 pitch. It misses up to an order Brock. Back into the box now. Righty matchup in Voss versus the righty hitter in Brocht. White wave of the bat over the right shoulder, and the pitch is up again. And it's now three balls and no strikes. Luke Carver, the second baseman, waits on deck if this inning is to continue. Renegade should already be back in the dugout in a 0-0 game, but two costly errors on the same play. Not only continued the inning, but made it 1-0. 3-0 pitch is in there called strike, and Brocht, who is out of the box, already on his way to first base, will have to come on back. Three one count now. Boss checks the runner at third K. Not a big lead for him. Three one pitch is grounded weakly off the left side, and it's now full. And Voss had a chance to get out number three here with just one run allowed after working it back from three zero to three two. Renegades coming off a stretch where they have played seven games, two of them double headers, so five trips to the yard here at Vivian Field in a row. One off they mixed in there. 3-2 pitch from Voss is inside. That's the ball and another base runner, the fourth of the inning to reach, excuse me, the third of the inning to reach, and that's Brach who heads down to first base. Now first and third, still two outs in the first inning. Luke Carver now, the right-handed batter, plays at second base tonight. We'll see him out in the field in just a moment. Sporting no batting gloves. We'll step in looking for an RBI opportunity. He's got a big hole on the right side with Goring holding the runner on at first base. one nothing Legends, two outs in the top of the first. Runner goes. Voss now steps off the throw to second. The tag. He is out at second base as they nab Roch trying to get too far off the first base bag. And that'll go down as a pickoff attempt and an out at second base to end the inning. So ahead to the bottom of the first, but the Legends have jumped out in front. It's one to nothing. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. 
Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Renegades coming to play in the bottom of the first inning, now showing one to nothing, thanks to one unearned run tagged on Drew Voss's line. Hope everyone's enjoying their Monday night, and thanks for listening in on the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Ben Schmidt, bringing you tonight's exclusive Renegades coverage from the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Go riding with Doc and Norm Direct, Mid Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes from one to 100 or beyond, they do it all. Doc and Norm Direct is also the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us to all our road games safely, officially, and in style. And I'm sure they'll once again do it on Wednesday for the doubleheader in Nevada. To book your spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email reservations at mlexpress.com. Thanks once again to Doc and Norm. So Adonis Forte in to lead off the bottom of the first. Shows Bunt, pulls it back, and looks at a strike. It's now 0-1. It'll be Forte, Roslovich, and Matashek 1-2-3 to get this bottom of the first inning going. They face Jason Rackers, the starting pitcher, donning the red hat contrary to pretty much everyone else's hat out there on the field. Don't know what that's affiliated with, but he did get a swing and miss on the 0-1, so it's now 0-2 on Adonis Forte. Rackers into the lineup. He fires this one line to left. Is it going to stay fair? It is not. That's foul, and we'll have to do the 0-1 pitch again. That was looking like it was going to get down the left field line, but it curled foul out of play, so we'll have to do it again. Renegades fell behind early in their game two nights ago. We're able to come back, took the lead in the fifth inning, and then rode that all the way to the finish. Only trailing by one here, coming to the plate for the first time. First batter, Fortain, an 0-2 count. The pitch to him is fouled straight back off the end of the bat and will once again stay at 0-2 as Forte has fouled off back-to-back -back pitches in the two-strike count. Rackers back on the mound. The big, tall righty sets, kicks the left leg, and his 0-2 delivery. Sit in the air out to left center field. Coming in as the center fielder, K looks to have it measured up. He is going to make the catch for out number one, and Forte is retired. Both batters here in the first inning to lead things off have been retired on a fly out to center field. Top of the first and bottom of the first inning now to Forte. So Ross Lovich will step in. He had a good game two nights ago for the Renegades, batting in the three spots. He reached three times, drove in a run, and scored two other times. So hopefully he can continue that streak up. He's the Renegades leader in home runs with three. First pitch he will see is swung on and foul tipped into the glove of Morris behind the plate. So 0-1 on Lovich. Matashek waits on deck. 
Ovich just missed another hit on Saturday night, too. A ball he drove deep out to right field, but the right fielder made a nice run and catch. 0-1-2, missed fouled off to the left side. Now 0-2. I'll have to double-check at the lineup for the crush a couple nights ago. Yeah, that was the right fielder, Fisher, who made a run and grab just to the left of the 300 sign out in deep right field on a ball off the bat that I thought was going to get off the wall for extra bases or maybe even carry out of here. 0-2 pitch to Lovich, a swung on a miss, and down on three pitches is the Renegades' DH. He's the first strikeout of the night, and it'll be up to Matashek now with nobody on and two out in the bottom of the first inning. Legends lead this one one to nothing over the Renegades. This game a makeup from Saturday, July 2nd, one that got rained out. And with the Mink League schedule having a built-in rain date on today, the day after the All-Star game, the Renegades are taking advantage. They'll have an off day tomorrow and then really get into the playoff push. They'll play 11 straight days, 12 games in 11 days as Matashek looks at a ball just missing low and away. So 1-0 on the Renegades right fielder. First ball that Rackers has thrown, now facing his first, or excuse me, his third hitter. So he's been efficient in the strike zone. Now behind 1-0 to Matashek, who hits with the open stance and grounds this one to short. Rackers got it on a couple hops, those to first. It's low, but dug out by the first baseman, K. And the Renegades go three up, three down here in the first inning. They are retired in order. So we'll head to the second. Ball's coming back out to the mound. We're going to keep this at a one and nothing Legends lead. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions when things come out of left field having a game plan matters farmers insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game we've seen almost everything so we know how to cover almost anything talk to farmers agent christopher scott at 573-896-0131 to see how i can help you stay in the game that's christopher scott at 573-896-0131 we are farmers bum, ba, da, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Drew Valsh returning to the hill for his second inning on the mound as the Renegades currently trail this one. One to nothing, just about 20 minutes or so into this game at historic Ernie Vivian Field. Hope everyone's enjoying their Monday. Had a good start to the week. As we get into the dog days of summer, we're coming up on it. Get into the middle of July as the final warm-up pitch is thrown by Voss. We're just about ready to go here in the second. The Legends put up one run in the first, an unearned run, albeit in Carver, who was up the plate when Roch got caught stealing to end the inning. We'll come back up here again, and then Morris and Rackers do up after that. Allen, if any of them can reach. So now we're ready to go. Carver steps back in, and we'll see if Voss can have a smoother Second inning on the mound for the Renegades. Don't know who else is planned to throw tonight for them. I'm sure don't want to use a ton of arms in a game that won't count for the record, especially when they're going to play as many games here in the next week and a half. First pitch from Voss misses ball 1-0 to Carver.
back in now. Carver bats with a very open stance. 1 0 pitch to him. Line to right field. Matashek barely having to move. Now comes in a few steps and makes the catch for out number one. Carver is retired, although he put good one on it, but almost right at Matashek, who made the catch for out number one. And Voss once again is retired, the first batter of an inning. And now he'll face Cameron Morris. Morris, another right-handed hitter for the Legends. Seems like they've got a whole bunch of them in this lineup. Morris behind the plate tonight and steps in to face the righty Voss. That gets played straight up on the infield. Goring and on on the right. Hopkins and Movich on the left. This one a called strike on the inside corner. Now Mo Balls one strike to Morris. Pretty hot day here at the ballpark at Vivian Field and really not a whole lot of wind either. The flag out beyond the left field line is barely moving. 0-1 pitch now coming to Morris. It is way outside. Hersler stabs it on the way by and snags it, but evens the count at a ball and a strike. A couple of renegades that we had on on the broadcast two nights ago in Forte, and then Wagner, after the game as D1-1s fouled off, said that the exhibition game had them feeling pretty loose and partially led to why they scored nine runs. Let's see tonight if they play with the same sort of looseness. Again, talked a lot about a chemistry, and if you miss either of those interviews, some really good ones with a couple star Renegades players, so make sure to go check out. You can go on Apple Podcasts and catch every on-demand game of the Renegades if you're interested in listening to either of those interviews from Saturday night's game. Time is called before the 1-2 pitch. The Adonis Forte interview took place in the seventh inning, and the Cole Wagner interview took place after the game, so Actually, you can find both of those. Back into the box now is Morris. He's behind in a one-ball, two-strike count. Here's Voss's delivery. It is lined out to second. Ots comes in a few steps and makes the catch knee high for out number two. Two up to down here in the second. Voss looks to have got back on track after the unearned run. Not really his fault, but did give up the couple walks as well. So it was not a clean inning overall for either Voss or the Renegades defense, but looks much better here in the second after the lineout. And the flyouts. So now Rackers, the third baseman, steps in. Boss's first delivery to him fouled back on a three quarter swing there by Rackers. Didn't fully follow through on that one. So it's now 0 and 1. Got left fielder Luke Fuller out there practicing some swings in between pitches. He's ready to come to the plate in this second inning. Obviously, had the swing working last night when he won the home run derby. 0 1 pitch now coming. It is a called strike. Now no balls and two strikes on Rackers. And just to be clear, Fuller not doing swings in the outfield while the pitch is going on. It's been between pitches, but clearly ready to come to the plate. So we'll see if he can do any damage in the second. 0-2 pitch, a swung on a miss, and Voss has got his first strikeout of the night as he gets Rackers on three pitches and three up three down to end the second inning. Renegade trail this one one to nothing. We'll head to the bottom of the first on the Show Me Sports Network back in just a moment. Moex, Doc and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. 
Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business to the bottom of the second inning we go is the renegade trailing one to nothing we'll send the middle part of their order up to the plate to try and get something going they were three up three down retired in order in the first inning and now jackson lovich the overland park product will come to bat here in the second inning to get it going. We've seen him mostly at shortstop and third base, though he did pitch two nights ago, pitched two innings, struck out a couple of batters, actually got the win on the game. Gave up two hits and two runs to go with his three strikeouts. And now Rackers ready to go. First pitch to Lovich, swung on a missed. It's now no balls and a strike. Lovich now back in the box, slight bend at the knees. Here comes the 0-1 pitch to him. It is grounded back up the middle. That's going to get into center field for a leadoff single in the bottom of the second. And the Renegades have their first base runner of the night, courtesy of the freshman shortstop and third baseman, Jackson Lovich. He singles to center field to get this second inning going. So now the home run at Dinger Derby champion steps in with the runner on first base and nobody outs here in the bottom of the second inning. That would be a great time for him to put one of those over the fence out in the outfield and give the Renegades a two to nothing lead, or excuse me, a two to one lead with Lovich on first base. First pitch to him is in there, called strike. Oh and one looked like we've got head coach Mike Demilia's son Easton coaching the first base side. So high score getting some action on the field on the, as the first base coach tonight for the Renegades. I'm sure he'll do a fine job over there. He's got Lovich to work with out at first. Oh one pitch to Fuller is upstairs. A ball one and one. And it looks like on the third base side, we've got Cole Wagner coaching third base. So we've got Easton and Cole at first and third coaching the base pass for the Renegades. Lovich at first base, 1-1 one, one to Fuller is fouled off to the right side. It's now a ball and two strikes. Colby out the second baseman, waits on deck for Jefferson City. Guess we should clarify the Renegades because both teams tonight are Jefferson City, the Legends, and the Renegades. Floor back into the box. He waves the bat up and down a little bit over his right shoulder. Now ready to go as Racker straightens up. Here's the one-two pitch to Fuller off the outside corner. Now we're even at two balls and two strikes. His second inning just underway. One-nothing score in favor of the Legends. Not too far into this one at Vivian Field. Lovich at first base. He's singled and Fuller into the box. And a two-ball, two-strike count pitch to him is lined to right field. That's going to get down into right for extra bases. Lovich makes a turn. He's going to third base. Floor is going to stay at first, but Lovich easily into third. And something cooking here for the Renegades. First and third with nobody out thanks to back-to-back -back singles here in the second inning off of Rackers. 
That ball off the bat like it looked like it was gonna tail way down the right field line. It kind of straightened out once it hit grass, so Fuller was able to be held at first thanks to a good play by Paschel out in right field. But Lovich easily up to third base. Now Fuller and Lovich are on the corners with nobody out for Colby Ott. First pitch to him is swung on a missed. He was late on the heat. It's now 0-1. Renegades in a prime spot to tie up this ball game here in the second inning. Ott back into the box now. Short lead for Fuller off of first. Lovich a few steps larger at the third base bag. 0-1 pitch is up and in. Ott bends out of the way. It's 1-1 one one. back to back singles to center and right for the Renegades in the second inning after they were tired in order in the first. Now Ott stepping in with Gorling waiting on deck. Gorling had a good night at the plate a couple nights ago. Same with Ott. Ott had three RBIs on Saturday night. He could get another right here. 1-1 one one pitch to him is upstairs. It's 2-1. and one. And the Renegades' second baseman is out in front. Some good hitters to have up for the Renegades right now. Ott with three RBIs a couple nights ago in the box. And Gorling, who scored two runs and drove into with an RBI single, waits on deck. Both of them may have RBI opportunities with runners on the corners and no outs. As Ott swings and misses, it's now even two balls and two strikes. Legends look to be conceding the run here. Play the infield back, looking to take the double play and retire both Fuller and Ott, but would allow Lovich to score and tie things at one. That's in the case of a ground ball at someone. 2-2 pitch is fouled off to the right side and will do it again. Ott in second base tonight. We saw him play left field, usually just playing second base and shortstop this season for the Renegades, but he was in a corner outfield spot on Saturday, played it well, and now moved back to a more natural position here tonight. First baseman K holds four on at first. 2-2 two -two pitch to Ott is upstairs, and it's now 3-2 and two to Colby Ott, a chance to load the bases. They have Ethan Rackers, the third baseman, a few steps off the third base bag. Pretty big hole on the left side for Ott if he could find it. He's facing Jason Rackers, the starting pitcher, in a little trouble here. 3-2 pitch coming to Ott is hit to center field, sinking fast in shallow center. It's not going to be caught, and that gets down for a base hit. Lowich had to hold, now coming to the plate, and he's in there safely. And three straight singles have knotted this one at one apiece as Colby Ott delivers. It's now 1-1 as Lowich crosses the dish, and another RBI for the Renegades second baseman is fourth in the last two games. Center fielder K put the glove up trying to deke the runner Lovich at third, but he got a good read, and once that was sure to fall in, he came home from third and scored easily. It's now 1-1 one one as Gorling steps in. So Gorling into the box. Fuller moved up to second on the single. Renegades now have three hits all in the second, and the first pitch to Gorling is chopped to the right side. It's going to be caught on a leaping grab by the first baseman K. He beats Gorling to the bag on a nice play by K to get him for out number one, but both runners advance, and now two on at second and third with only one out, so a productive out nevertheless for Gorling on a bouncing ball that was just a few inches away from going over K's glove and getting in the right field for another single. So Renegades will take the out from Gorling because now a Herschel single could likely make this a three to one advantage for the Renegades on its second four at third one out in the bottom of the second and a one one ball game first pitch to Herschler fouled off it's now 0 and one this inning began with three straight singles by Lovich Fuller and Ott Lovich scored on the Ott single and it's now one to one and runners at second and third after the Gorling ground out back into the box now is Herschler Renegades catcher tonight bats eighth 
Pitch to him is grounded slowly to shortstop. Only one play. That's to first base. Roch makes a low throw, and it gets past the first baseman. And now Ott's going to come around to score as well. Two runs cross the dish in Fuller and Ott. And it's now three runs for the Renegades. And Herschler is safe at first on the air on the shortstop. So Herschler would have driven in the first run, but the second comes around to score on the throwing error and also allows Herschler to reach. He's now on at first base. Still one out, and now a 3-1 Renegades lead. Taylor Hopkins in. First pitch to him is fouled off. It's 0-1-1. So credit one RBI to Herschler, but then the E6 that allowed him to reach Fuller was already going to score because it was hit slowly. Only one play was to first. But then Ott, who was on his way to third, came in once the ball got away. It's now Lowage, Fuller, and Ott all have scored. And Herschler at first base with one out. Next pitch to Hopkins on the outside corner. And it's now no balls and two strikes on the Renegade shortstop. Hopkins has hit the ball well lately. Came in as a defensive replacement on Saturday, but did not hit in that one. 0-2 pitch coming to him. Herschel off a first. This one is upstairs. Did Hopkins go? They ruled that he did not appeal to the field umpire. Says he held up. So it's now 1-2. and two. It was a close call there. Would not have been surprised had they ruled either way. So he's now on a 1-2 count. Forte, the top of the lineup, waits on deck. Renegades have scored three in this inning. Set at the belt, Rackers delivery, it is upstairs again, and Hopkins has worked it even, two balls and two strikes now. Hopkins back into the box, they've got Kay holding on the runner, Herschel at first base, rest of the defense on the infield is pretty much straight up, 2-2 pitches, line to right field, sinking fast, that's going to get down for a base hit down the right field line, Herschel makes a turn, he's headed to third, it's bobbing and right, Hopkins is going to go to second, now they're going to wave around Herschel, he's coming to the plate, he is in there, Hopkins to slide into third base, he's in safely, and that's an RBI for Taylor Hopkins as he gets a triple down the right field line, it's now 4-1 Renegades, all four coming here in the second inning, and they have now got four hits to the tail of four runs. That ball off the bat looked like it was going to be a double for Hopkins, and then it was bobbled slightly, gave enough time for Hopkins to go to third and Herschel to come all the way around. Switch now 4-1 Renegades, all four come against Rackers. Looks like we're going to have a new pitcher for the Legends as Rackers is done. Logan Bexton coming in. We're just going to stay right here during this pitching change. Don't expect it to take too long. Renegades have scored four runs here in the second inning. Lovich singled, Fuller singled, and Ott singled. Ott drove in the first. Herschler drove in one, or drove in two, gets credit for one RBI on the air that allowed both Fuller and Ott to score. And then Hopkins just tripled down the right field line, and it's now 4-1 to one Renegades. Just took a quick second to talk to our official score. We're actually ruling that double on Hopkins and an E9 that allowed him to go to third. Also the E9 allowing Herschel to score. So no RBI credited to Hopkins, but Herschel did score, and that's all that matters. So, yeah, that's the bobble proves very, very costly 
for the Legends. And now two runs have scored out of the four for the Renegades that were not credited as RBIs. As now Bexton in. We'll see what he's got in store. Only one out, so the Renegades with a ball in play could make this 5-1. to one. Warm up pitch is still being thrown by Bexton. He's going to have to deal with Hopkins at third base. Just lined a ball, placed perfectly down the right field line and was going to have most likely second and third with one out, but then once was bobbled by Paschel out right field, Hopkins went to third and Herschler came in, and it's now 4-1 to one Renegades. Bovich for Ott and Herschler all scoring this inning. Only one out recorded and, and aided by a couple of errors committed by the Legends. So Rackers is done, Bexton in, and here's the first pitch to Forte. It misses low, it's 1-0. Renegades sending their seventh batter to the plate this inning. Forte flew out to center field to get this game underway in the first. Renegades went 3-up, three 3-out three in that inning. His pitch fouled off on a check swing there by Forte. Didn't really look like he wanted to swing at that one, but he made enough contact to foul it off over by the Renegades' dugout. It's now 1-1. One one. Once again, Legends have the defense playing back. They'll concede the run to Hopkins. 1-1 one, one pitch to Forte, misses up. It's now two balls and a strike on the Renegade center fielder. Renegades have had three singles and one double in this fourth, excuse me, second inning to the tune of four runs. This one fell off to the left side, and that ball will be creek bound. And it's now a two ball, two strike count on Forte. Rackers started this inning on the mound. Logan Bexton now in. Righty versus lefty coming. 2-2 pitch. Hopkins off a third. And it is a swing and a miss. Missed low. Forte's going to try and run down the first, but they make the throw in time to get him. That's a strikeout as Forte never dropped the bat. No reason to as he was out easily. Hopkins saves at third, and that's a big out number two here in the second inning. So it'll be up to Ross Lovich if the Renegades want to score one more run here. They got Hopkins to third with one out, but Forte, who's now 0 for 2, struck out Lovich, also struck out. Those are the only two strikeouts tonight for the Legends. Lovich looking for a two-out RBI. Bexton versus Lovich coming here, and the first pitch is outside of ball 1-0. Renegades just sent out eight to the play here in this inning. They've scored four runs so far. Hopkins at third. It could be number five, and the Renegades' home run leader and Lovich at the plate. This one swung on a missed. Lovich went down to try and get it and came up empty. It's now one and one. Lovich back into the box now. Light wave the bat over the left shoulder, straightens up, and we'll watch one miss low and inside. It's now two and one on the Renegades DH. Often see Lovich as an outfielder, but gets to take the night off on defense. Played left field against the Prospects a couple days ago and then was in right on Saturday. This one popped up off to the left side. Will it be playable for Rackers up against the net? And he makes the catch to retire Lovich for out number three. Pop up to the third baseman. Ends the inning. But the Renegades send eight to the plate and scratch cross four runs as they will now head to the third inning, leading this one four to one. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network for more Renegades baseball. 
Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your your last line of defense. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Rusty Allen in the face Drew Voss to start this top of the third inning. Voss now being gifted a lead thanks to four runs scored by the Renegades in the bottom of the second inning. Four runs, three earned, all against the starting pitcher, Rackers, and then left the ball game in favor of Bexton, who got the final two outs. First pitch is in there for a ball. Excuse me, not in there. Missed there. It's now 1-0 and oh on Rusty Owl on the left fielder. Next pitch to him bends up and away. It's now no two balls and no strikes on Allen. Thanks for joining us tonight on the Show Me Sports Network. Renegades have jumped out on top through two innings, four to one. Thanks to a inning where they sent eight to the plate in the second. So game does not count for the Renegades record. They sit at 13 and 16, third place in the south. This one up from Voss. It's now 3-0 in danger of walking Allen to be his third base on balls of the game. Other two came in the first. Retired all three faced in the second, but he's going to have to go to work here to not lose the first batter in Allen. This one misses up. It's a four-pitch walk to Rusty Allen, and that's how this third inning gets going for the Legends. They've got a leadoff base runner down to first base. So after the leadoff walk here in the third, we'll go back to the top of the lineup, and Bryce Kay was waiting to see if they were going to have Jason Rackers hit. Wasn't sure because they have listed an extra hitter, not DH. That's why I thought they may have the pitcher Rackers hit. But nope. We'll go back to the top of the lineup. Pitch now coming to him is a called strike. 0-1-1 now on Bryce K. Flew out to center field to get this ball game going. Now bats for the runner on first and nobody out. They have Lovich playing in almost on the edge of the grass at third base. It's went inside. It's now going to be one ball, one strike on K. Ryan Paschel, who walked and scored, waits on deck. 
They have Goring holding the runner on at first base. That's Allen, but Lovich only about a step behind the grass, maybe even even with the bag at third. Pitch from Voss misses outside. It's now two balls and one strike. He did two one on K, two one count on K the first time when he flew out to center field. Voss would take a ground ball right here and eliminate both runners. 2-1 pitch coming, is grounded right back up the middle. Second baseman's got it, he flips to Hopkins for one. The throw to first is in time, double play. Usually it calls the announcer jinx, but that one was timed perfectly as the Renegades get two. And now nobody on with two outs here in the second inning. Looks like Imgarden is in it now at second base in for Ott, but fielded that one cleanly, flipped to Hopkins, and then Hopkins a perfect throw to Goring. And now two outs, nobody on here in the third inning. Nicely done by Voss. So now stepping in, Ryan Paschel looks at a strike, 0-1-1. Allen, who walked to start this inning, out at second base, and then K, they double play. 0-1-1 now coming. It is going to bend just below the knees, makes it a ball and a strike. I think that was the going back to the Imgarden substitution. I believe that's the only one we had. It looks like everyone else is still in. As we mentioned, I don't think there's a whole lot of rules with substitutions in this game. This one grounded just below the grove of Voss, and that's going to get into center field for a two-out base hit. As Paschel's now been on twice, he's got a walk and a single and a two-out base runner. For the Legends, he's going to head down to first base. That's the first hit of the night for the Legends. They had scored all their, their one run off of walks and a fielder's choice along with an error, but outside of that, had not had a hit yet. Now they've got one in Travis Kay, who reached on an error, will step in with one on and two out here in the third inning. Do not know yet if Imgarden, who came in and is now at second base, will stay in and hit for Ott altogether, or if they're just going to do straight defensive substitution, kind of like the other night where Hopkins came in and played defense, but didn't actually hit. First pitch is swung on a miss, 0-1 now to the number three batter for the Legends. K reached on the air, stole a base, made it to third, but was left stranded there in the first inning. This inning has gone walk, double play, and single so far. Big lead off of first base for Paschel. If Voss steps off, he might have a chance. He does step off, but doesn't throw over. They've got Goring holding him on, but that was a giant lead at first base. K back into the batter's box now, waves the bat a few times now. Strains up, waits on the 0-1 pitch from Voss to step off and throw over to first, but it was low. And otherwise, if it was perfect, maybe it had a chance to pick him off. But no shot after the throw was low into the left of Goring. Good scoop it out of there, but it's still no balls and a strike on K. Back on the mound, the 0-1 pitch misses up and away. It's 1-1 one one now. Okay, who's 0 for 1, but has reached the one time he was up. Back into the box now. 1-1 count. They've got Goring holding on the runner. Everyone else straight up. Pitch delivered 2K. Bends in there at the knees. Good off-speed pitch there from Voss. And he's now one strike away from completing inning number three. It would be three innings without a earned run. He's given up the one unearned. Just one hit, three walks, and one strikeout. Sets at the bump. Runner's Going to take a big lead off of first, but it's swung on a miss. Does not matter. And that's out number three as Voss has got strikeout number two. 
and ends the third inning. So Legends are kept scoreless for the second straight inning and show this one 4-1. to one. We'll head to the bottom of the third inning. Renegades coming to the plate. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. River Oak Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, River Oak Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. River Oak Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about River Oak Christian Academy. At 573-634-3983. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Jefferson College product Jack Matashek ready to get things going in this bottom of the third inning. Renegades lead this one 4-1. to one. Thanks so much to everyone for listening in on the Show Me Sports Network. Matashek looks at a ball outside 1-0 to the Renegades right fielder. Matashek the only batter to not hit in the second inning. He looks at a called strike here. It's now one ball, one strike. Ray Matashek, Jackson Lovich, and Luke Fuller. 3-4-5 in the Renegades order due up here in the third pitch to him is lined to right but that's going to get foul now one and two on Matashek they're facing Logan Bexton who came in got the final two outs of the second inning on a strikeout and a pop-up now returns to the mound here Drew Voss having settled in for the Renegades on the mound he's gone scoreless in the second and the third should have gone scoreless in the first but was undone by an error Matashek looks at a ball up now two balls and two strikes Lefty batter back into the box now. Bexton working quickly. 2-2. Swung on a miss as he swung over the off-speed there. And that's a strikeout swinging second of the game for Bexton. And out number one here in the third. And as Jackson Lovich comes to bat here, want to remind everyone about Walk-Off Wood Bat Company. Handcrafted right here in Missouri. Walk-Off Wood Bat Company bats are made with premium grade maple, ash, and birch. Fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. First pitch to Lovich, lined in the right. That's the base hit opposite way. And Lovich now been on twice, two for two with two singles, and a one-out base runner for the Renegades, currently of the freshman Overland Park product. He's now on for the second time. We'll see if Luke Fuller can follow in suit and also go two for two. This is how the second inning started. Singles by Lovich, Fuller, and Ott. This inning got away with a Matashek K, but Lovich on the first pitch of the at-bat being aggressive gets the single, and that's already the fifth hit for the Renegades this game. Now stepping in will be Luke Fuller. First pitch to him is a strike in there. No balls and a strike. They hold Lovich on a first base with K. 
wanted to finish saying, in addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, Walk Off Wood Bat Company also offers a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. This one misses the ball a little bit. It's a little far off the bag. They throw it at first, but back in time and just... And then naked time is low, but swipe tag there by Kay. Almost got him, but he's back safely. To help find your confidence at the plate, give Walk Off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wildbats.com. And again, you've been putting their bats good use so far. One out into the third. They've scratched across four runs on five hits. Throw over to first again. Lovich is too far off the bag, and they got him picked off for out number two in this third inning. Bexson made a quick throw over to first, and it looked like when Lovich dove back in head first, he got a little bit stuck in the dirt, and he gives a fist pump to Bexson on the way by, probably saying something along the lines of, hey, you got me there. Lovich was leaning, they get him out, and now nobody on with two out for Fuller here in this third inning. Good to see some smiles there from Lovich and Bexton. After the pickoff, this one at deep by four to left field. Left fielder going back at the track, and this ball is going to one-hop the wall for extra bases. Four on his way to second base. He will jog it up in there, and that's a R, not an RBI because Lovich was just eliminated, but a extra base hit for Fuller. And now the Renegades have a runner in scoring position with two outs here in the third inning as Allen really had no play on that ball as Fuller gave it a ride out to left. And he's now on base twice thanks to a single and a double. That ball was hit on the nose by Fuller, maybe just a little out in front of it, but likely would have given the Renegades their fifth run with the speed of Lovich had he still been on first base, but was picked off just one pitch too soon. And now Bexton still a chance to get through a scoreless inning. If you could get Imgarten here, who's hitting for Colby Ott, came in last inning on defense. This pitch is in there, a strike 0-1. Imgarn back into the box. Lefty batter versus the righty Bexton. Looks at a pitch outside. It's now even at a ball and a strike. Base hit here could give the Renegades run number five. Fuller, who just doubled off the left field wall on a hop, leads off at second base. 4-1 Renegades lead. Two outs in the bottom of the third. Quick check of the runner. Bexton looks at him twice. Now pitched Imgarn is fouled just off the glove of the catcher Morris. It's now a ball and two strikes on Imgarn. Bexton's looked good tonight. Has not given up a run, given up the two hits, but he's also struck out two batters and just over an inning of work. Back into the box now. They play straight up defense. Don't even really hold four on. One-two pitch coming to Imgard and his low skips in there, but a nice block by Morris behind the plate. Makes it two balls and two strikes and four still at second base. Carter Goring waits on deck, hoping to come to the plate if Imgarden first at bat of the night can extend this third inning 2-2 pitches fouled off and will do it again Emgarn coming into the game last inning was on the starting part of a double playoff the bat of Bryce K fielded it and then flipped to Hopkins perfectly and then Hopkins finished it off with a throw to first base now gets to hit for the first time and hits with a runner in scoring position and Luke Fuller Check of the runner, 2-2 pitch, Imgarn skips in there, and that goes through the legs of Morris to the backstop, and that'll allow Fuller to move up to third base on the play, and now just 90 feet away is the Renegades' fifth run of the game, but now a three-ball, two-strike count. It's fooled Imgarn in his first at-bat of the night. Coring waits on deck. He's 0-for-1 with the ground outs. He's either going to come up with another run in or first and third. 
3-2 pitch. It is grounded to the right side. Is it fair? It's fielded by the first baseman, but it's just foul of the bag as Kay was able to nab it, but was about a step or even a half a step into foul territory. So they'll do the 3-2 pitch once again. Fuller, who doubled to left right after Lovich was picked off, is at third base. Two outs and a 4-1 Renegades lead. Imgarn back into the box. Renegades have got five hits so far tonight. Actually, six. 3-2 pitch is upstairs, and that's a walk for Imgarn. His first at bat is a success, and he'll head down to first base to give the Renegades runners at the corners with two outs here in the third inning. So Carter Goring, who is 0-1, will step in an RBI opportunity. Renegades are blanked in the first one, three up, three down, but have since been on the attack on offense. They sent eight to the plate in the second, and have had three reach here in the third. They've got runners at the corners with two outs. Herschel, the catcher, waits on deck. He's still got the knee pads on with two outs. Runner's going to fake like he was going to go, but did not. It's in there a strike 0-1 to Goring. They have the first baseman, K holding Imgarn on at first base. Pitch now is going to miss outside. Nice backhanded stab there by Morris on the way by. It's now 1-1. One I think we've still got Cole Wagner coaching third base down there right next to Luke Fuller. Not totally for sure because I can't see the number on the front, but I believe that is Wagner. Bextons 1-1 pitch to Goring is a called strike on the outside corner. And it's now one ball and two strikes on the Renegades. First baseman Goring, I think, gave a look and a smile out there to the pitcher Bexton after that call. It was debatable on the outside part of the plate. And he smiled to Bexton as if to say you got a gift there one two pitch coming it is off the outside part of the plate it's now two and two Bexton back on the bump forced to come into the game very early in relief in the second inning so far he's pitched an inning in a third this pitch is low and away and it's now three balls and two strikes on Goring back to back walks but low to the bases for Herschler if Goring can reach right here We'll see Imgarn get a head start in a 3-2 count with two outs forward at third base. Bexton sets his delivery is grounded out to shortstop, hit quickly, but the shortstop will throw over to first base in time. That's Barach to K, and that's out number three to end the inning, and the Renegades are kept off the scoreboard. So Goring's retired to end the inning, and the Renegades will now send us to the top of the fourth inning. They lead this one 4-1 over the Legends on the Show Me Sports Network. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? 
Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Woodbat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Fourth inning on the mound for Drew Voss as he's pitched pretty well so far through the first three innings, giving up just one run, and it was an unearned run. And now bats for the Renegades here in, excuse me, not bats, pitches as he'll face a new batter, Kevin Hagner, the DH. First pitch to him, swung on a miss, blew the heat by him, 0-1. Looks like we're going to have another change for the Renegades. Imgarn came in at second last inning. And now Cole Wagner, the left fielder, comes in in replace of Luke Fuller, who was stranded at third and last inning. Boss ahead 0-1 on Hagner. Open stance for Hagner, 0-1 pitch. Is it in the air, right field down the line, curling foul. Is anyone going to have a play? Matishek after it, but that one will get into the bullpen of the Legends. So now no balls and two strikes on Hagner. It'll be 4-5-6 in the Legends order. Due up, they've got Hagner, Broch, and Carver. Think outside of Imgarden last inning, and then Wagner this inning out and left. That's the only replacements we've had so far for the Renegades on defense. Everyone else looks to be the same. Voss straightens up. He's got two strikeouts so far. Now ahead 0-2 on Hagner. He brings the left leg up and will deliver this one fouled off, and we will stay put right here. I guess we can now call Cole Wagner not only a left fielder, but a pitcher as well. As He pitched two innings on Saturday and struck out six batters. It was electric stuff if you missed it. Lefty came in and just simply was dominant, did not allow a hit or a run, and struck out six. 0-2 count now to Hagner after the foul ball. Once again, we'll have Voss delivery. This one is popped up behind the plate, but that one will get into the net out of play. And once again, we'll stay put at no balls and two strikes. So if Luke Fuller is done for the night, he goes two for two with a single and a double, a productive night at the dish. Would assume that he's probably done, especially after playing yesterday in Clorinda in both the home run derby and in the all-star game. Back into the box now is Hagner. Voss has got him in an 0-2 count. Renegades have the defense at straight-up spots. They now get ready as Voss will deliver the 0-2 pitch. It is swung on, and did he get a piece of it? He did not. Nope, he did. He did get a piece of it, just barely. I didn't know if that was a sign of it hitting the dirt or hitting the bat. It was the bat, and we'll do the 0-2 once again. That pitch was way out in front of the plate and low. 
but getting just enough of it was Hagner, and he continues to fight and keep this a no-ball two-strike count. Renegades lead this one 4-1, to one, top of the fourth inning. You're listening to Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. Righty, righty, duel here, and here comes the 0-2 once again. It is grounded just in front of the home plate. Voss off the mound to get it. It's going to be a tough play. A long throw is not going to be in time, and all the way down is an infield single despite the efforts of Voss and then Gorling on the receiving end, but Hagner enough speed to beat it out, and he's got an infield single, the second hit of the ball game for the Legends. That ball hit almost directly off of home plate, if not, then just right in front of it. And although Voss got off the mound quickly, it was hit just too slow, basically just died on the infield grass. And by the time he picked it up, still made a good throw to Gorling at first base, but not in time. So now Brach steps in. He walked, but was picked off in the first inning. Voss will throw over to first base, but back in time safely is the runner. Only two hits so far given up tonight by Voss. One was a clean single to center field, but that one didn't even go 45 feet. Flight wave the bat over the right shoulder. First pitch, runners going. It's high, the throw to second base. Hopkins tag, but in there safely as Hagner. He's showing off the speed here on back-to-back -back plays, and he has swiped second base and gives the Legends a runner in scoring position with nobody out here in the fourth inning. Hopkins made a clean receive and tag of the ball there, but was way late to get the sliding head first. Hagner, who's now got the dirt on the pants. He'll need to take those to Capital One Laundry. 1-0 pitch now coming. is swung on a miss as Voss gets the fastball by Rocht. And it's now one ball, one strike on the shortstop for the Legends. Luke Carver waits on deck. Cameron Morris in the hole. Renegade's hoping to keep this at a 4-1 lead. Quick check of the runner by Voss. Now comes set. About chest high. Holds the glove. Now brings it down to the belt. Hopkins shading towards the bag at second. Now retreats. 1-1 pitch. Is swung on a miss again. And now one ball and two strike after back-to-back -back fastballs. Swung on a miss by the shortstop of the Legends. So one ball, two strike count. Nobody out and a runner on second base. Thanks to the infield single and the stolen base. Right side defense normal. On the left, it's Hopkins shading a little closer to second, but now moves back. 1-2 pitch coming. It is going to bounce in there. Blocked behind the plate by Herschler, so Hagner stays put. But it's now two balls and two strikes. Pretty much righty-heavy lineup tonight for the Legends. As it will once again be a righty-righty matchup with... Voss pitching, straightens up, and will step off, but no throw as Hagner back into the bag safely at second base standing, and we'll have to wait another few moments for the two-ball, two-strike pitch. Voss looking to record out number one in the top of the fourth inning, just over an hour into this one. Hopkins behind the bag. This throw is sailed into center field on the pickoff attempt. Forte there to back it up, but moving up to third easily on the throwing air is Hagner, and now a runner at third with nobody out for the Legends. That'll go down as an E1 as don't think even with a perfect throw they get the runner but Voss threw that one into center field on the fly well over the glove of the covering Hopkins and now 90 feet away is the second run of the game for the Legends Voss looking for out number one he's got a two ball two strike count this one skipped away in front of home plate but a good backhand stop by Herschler it runs the count full three balls and two strikes Luke Carver waits on deck he's 0 for 1 
Watched, walked, and then was picked off in the first. Runner at third base. Lovich playing a little closer to the bag now. Takes a few steps off. The 3-2 pitch is swung on off to the right side foul, and this long at-bat continues. Just noticed that the Legends don't even have a first or third base coach. They're just going on their own accord for how many bases they're going to take. Only have two hits, both singles so far through the three innings, but have a couple of walks. We'll do the 3-2 once again to Brochd. It is on the way. It's way high, and that's a walk and a good plate appearance there. Now Brochd will head down to first base. He's 0-for-0, zero zero, but two walks. He's been on base twice now. Now runners out the corner with a nobody out. Tying run coming to the plate in Carver here in the top of the fourth inning. Carver flew out to right to begin the second inning. Then Ravos went three up, three down. Now pitching here in the fourth. Only giving up one run, an unearned run. But going to have to go to work. Renegades are conceding the run in Hagner at third. They would take the double play with the infield playing back. First pitch to Carver is popped up on the infield. This should be out number one. Goring off the bag. Imgarn's going to call him off, make the catch. And runners will have to stay put. as a big out number one recorded there by Voss. And he gets Carver out on one pitch on the pop-up to Imgarn. So now a double play would end this inning if the Renegades could get it and strand the runner at third base in Hagner, who was there with nobody out. But a lot to ask for there as Morris, the catcher, stepping in. He lined out to the second baseman when Ott was still in the game in the second inning. Renegades have made two defensive substitutions in Imgarn at second base and Wagner in left field. Voss going to work now against Morris. This one hit in the air to center field, pit moderately deep. Should be deep enough to score the run. Forte makes the catch head high. He'll fire into Imgarn at second base. And crossing the plate easily is Hagner. So that'll go down to the sacrifice fly for Morris. And it's now cut in half, 4-2 to two ball game. Renegades still lead this one. Two outs now into the fourth inning. Ball was not hit all that deep, but plenty deep enough to allow Hagner, who had the infield single, stole second, then went to third on the air to come home. And the second run of the ballgame crosses the plate for the Legends. Brach still stays at first bases. Forte smartly fired that one into second rather than trying to throw it all the way home. This first pitch swung on a miss to Rackers, who was struck out swinging in his first plate appearances. Now bats with one on and two out. Righty-righty matchup. Voss straightens up. They have the runner, Brach, being held on at first base by Gorling. Pitch is way upstairs. Hurst out of the crotch to grab it out of the crouch to grab it. It's now one ball, one strike. So far this inning has gone single walk, pop up, and sack fly. It's four to two. And now a one-one count is up and in, two and one on Rackers. Also gonna complete inning number four is struck out two, walked four to go with two hits and now giving up two runs, one earned. Strains up, 2-1 pitch now is going to miss low. Backhand stop by Herschler. Now 3-1 in danger of walking Ethan Rackers and putting runners at first and second base. Two outs here in the fourth inning. Not a big lead off of first base. Rusty Allen, who walked and then was out on a double play, waits on deck. Crouch at the knees of the batter. First pitch, excuse me, not first pitch, three. One pitch is fouled off, and it's now three balls and two strikes. So Carver, excuse me, not Carver, Bronch will get a head start on the 3-2 pitch coming up from first base. 
4-2 ball game. Renegades lead this one top of the fourth inning. Runner on first and two outs. A 3-2 count coming to Rackers. Boss sets, brings the glove down to the belt. Runner off, here's the pitch. It is going to be upstairs, and that's another walk in the inning for Voss. And runners now at first and second, still two outs. And that'll bring up Rusty Allen, an RBI opportunity for the Legends. Roch, who is running on the play, walked a few batters ago, moves up to second base. Rackers now at first, and head coach D'Amelia out of the dugout. Looks like that's going to be it for starter Drew Voss. Takes the ball from him, and he will head out of the ball game with two outs in the fourth inning his day. We'll be done. We'll be right back in just a moment to tell you who's coming in for the Renegades. They lead this one 4-2 on the Show Me Sports Network. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions new pitcher on for the renegades here in the top of the fourth inning uh, Drew Voss gives way to Ian Nolf. We're seeing now in back-to-back games for the Renegades. He looked good in his appearance on Saturday night and actually got the save in that one as the Renegades closed out the Queen Cr- Queen City Crush by a final score of 9-8. to And now Nolf in once again and trying to get some innings for the Renegades. Nolf on Saturday got the save, pitched two innings, struck out three, did not walk a batter, allowed two hits and one run, and now comes in with runners on first and second in Rackers and Brocht. Looking to retire the final batter of this fourth inning. So Rusty Allen in the left fielder to hit with two on and two out in the top of the fourth inning. Renegades lead this one four to two. They scored four runs all in the second inning. And now Nolf, seen him play a lot of first base this season for the Renegades. A couple of appearances out of the bullpen coming in. Looking to get out number three. They don't hold the runners on. First pitch is going to bend up and away. It's 1-0 now on Allen. 
into the box now. In a 1-0 count is Rusty Allen. Waits the pitch from Nolf. It is ripped to left field. That is going to get into left field for a base hit, and that'll score a run. Wagner over to retrieve it. Broch comes in from second to score on the runner's move up, and it's now a 4-3 ball game. Legends have pulled to within one on the RBI single by Rusty Allen on a ball laced to left field, and easily enough to score the runner. Broch all the way from second base, and the walks come around to hurt the Renegades. Now two in in this inning in the fourth. On the play, Rackers moved up to second base. Allen now at first. Apparently this is Cameron Morris batting right now. So I don't know who hit in his spot in the lineup. The seventh spot a couple plate appearances ago. Like I was saying in the pregame, it's pretty much can do whatever they want in terms of substitution, lineup, construction. So I really don't know what spot we're at in the lineup. But regardless, it's Cameron Morris hitting here. Going to have him in the 10 spot for now. But he bats in now with a single. Could tie this game up at four after the Legends have made this a 4-3 ball game. 1-0 pitch to Morris. is in there. A call try gets now 1-1. One one. I mean, honestly, this could be Morris' second at bat of the inning if they're giving it to him. I don't really know who hit in the seven spot two at bats ago. Do know it was Rusty Allen who had the single to left field to get ring in the RBI. And make it a 4-3 ball game. Nolf's 1-1 delivery. Ben's in there. A beautiful curveball. And that makes it one ball and two strikes on the catcher. Morris had the leg guards on on deck when he was coming up to the plate here. Back into the box now. Waves the bat a few times. Straightens up. He's got the left foot kicked out a little bit. Nolf checks the runner at second base. Now will deliver the 1-2. And it's low now. 2-2. Two and two believed base runners are Rackers at second and Allen at first base. And now that I look at it, I think they pinch ran for Allen. I believe that that's Hagner pinch running at first base. So already scored one run in this inning. Think that's him again out there at first. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, and here is Nolf's delivery. It is grounded to first base to the right side. Goring dives, can't get it. Imgern can't get it either, and that's into right field. Runner's going to come around. Matasek's throw to the plate is just late, and in there from second is Rackers. This is now a 4-4 ball game, thanks to back-to-back -back RBI singles by the Legends. This one coming from Cameron Morris. He's got his RBI single here to make it a 4-4 ball game. Coming... So Rackers, who I had just a scoring, is apparently batting. I'm just going to give up with the Legends' names at this point. So Rackers now in. 4-4 ball game. Runners at the corner. Sinks the RBI single by Morris. This one fouled off to the right side. No balls and a strike. Allen had the RBI single a couple batters to go, and there was pinch hit, pinch ran for by Hagner. Hagner's at third base, and then Morris at first base. It is a 4-4 ball game, thanks to three runs by the Legends here in the fourth inning, taking second there on the pitch that missed for a ball without a throw was Morris. So he's now up at second base, and a single could make this a 6-4 ball game. Ethan Rackers in a 1-1 count.
pitch now from Nolf misses low again. It's now two balls and a strike. Nolf came in with runners on first and second and two outs, but has since allowed back-to-back -back RBI singles to make this a 4-4 game. Both runners will be charged, I believe, to Voss. Nolf sets, checks the runners off a second and third. 1-1 one, one pitch is chopped back up the middle. It's going to be fielded by Hopkins to his left. A strong throw to first is just in time to get the ground out against Rackers, and that will end the inning on a nice play by Hopkins. So a brand-new ball game. It's 4-4. Four four. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Renegades coming to the plate on the Show Me Sports Network. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Moex Doc & Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Doc & Norm Direct is mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Stock and Norm Direct. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie. Joe Herschler to lead off this bottom of the fourth inning as the Renegades and now are going to have to go to work again on the offensive side after this game was tied up at four thanks to three runs on a sack fly and a couple RBI singles by the Legends in the top of the fourth first pitch to Herschler is not going to happen as time was called just before. So it be Herschler, Hopkins then back to the top and Forte facing Logan Beckson out for his third inning on the mound. First pitch to Herschler is way inside and that's going to get Herschler. He's hit on the arm and that's a leadoff hit by pitch. He'll be the leadoff base runner for the Renegades. Looks like we have Rackers, James, or excuse me, Jason Rackers out in center field for the Legends. Want to reiterate, don't really have a roster, and also the Legends aren't wearing any numbers, so that is part of the reason why a, you, there may be times where the completely wrong batter is hitting, just because in an exhibition game they can essentially put whoever they want up there. First pitch to Hopkins, missed 1-0. So I do apologize for that. Renegades will be easy because it's the same roster as always, and they have the numbers, but you're just going to have to bear with me on the legends. Regardless, Renegades in a 4-4 ball game, batting in the bottom of the fourth. Herschel was just hit by a pitch. He's at first. Hopkins looks at another ball. It's 2-0. Forte waits on deck. Renegades scored all four of the runs in the second. They sent eight to the plate. They had three runners reach last inning but did not score any runs. 
2-0 pitch to Hopkins. This one nabs the outside corner. It's 2-1. Hopkins doubled to right and then advanced to third on a bobble by the right fielder, Paschel. 2-1 pitch coming to Hopkins is just off the outside corner. It's now 3-1 to the Renegade shortstop. And a chance here for Jefferson City to get two on with nobody out. In a 4-4 ball game in the fourth. Herschel a decent lead. 3-1 pitch is grounded off the end of the bat to the left side. Going to be a tough play for Rackers. And he bobbles it. Hopkins is going to be safe at first. Don't think he would have had him regardless. It was hit so slowly. That'll be an infield single for Hopkins. First and second with nobody out now for the Renegades. was hit just in front of home plate and despite the hustling play by Rackers had no chance really there to get Hopkins and he's now at first base. Hertzler at second and Forte now in with two on. Pitch to Forte, hit foul off to the left side, 0-1. Forte has flown out to center and struck out. Looks like Leva Mislowski is on deck in the DH spot for Ross Lovich. Forte grounds this one out to short. It's going to be bowled by the shortstop, Broch, and he will have no play. Everybody's safe. That ball was hit so hard right at the shortstop. Probably went to turn two, but at least would have got one, maybe two with the speed of Forte. Who knows? But it's going to go down as an error, and base is loaded now with the Renegades with nobody out here in the fourth inning, and a golden opportunity for Levi Mislowski. Hershel moved up to third, Hopkins up to second, and once that ball kicked off of Broch's Forte easily on his way to first base. Now Maslowski in for his first at-bat of the game facing Bexton and a RBI opportunity. First pitch misses low and away. It's 1-0. Maslowski batting in the two-hole. Jack Matashek waits on deck. Pitch to him is a uh, called strike now 1-1. One one. Herschel at third, Hopkins at second, and Forte at first base. It's a 4-4 ball game, bottom of the fourth, and nobody out. 1-1 pitch is off the outside corner. Now two balls and a strike. Bexton going to have to work some magic here. Has already pitched an inning in two-thirds, struck out two, walked one, and has not allowed a run. But in danger of that here, 2-1 pitch misses up. It's now 3-1 on Mislowski. Now just one more miss here from Bexton would mean a bases loaded walk. He straightens up. Runners take their leads. 3-1 pitch is just slowing away. That's a bases loaded walk. And the Renegade jump back out in front. It's now 5-4. Renegade's dugout letting Bexton hear it after the walk there. And that's actually going to mean the end of the night for him as he allows all four to reach here in the fourth inning. And the Renegades lead this one now 5-4. to four. So with a new pitcher coming in, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Renegades lead 5-4. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market. Anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. 
Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Bases loaded, nobody outs for the Renegades, and Jack Matashek coming to the plate. Renegades already got one in this inning thanks to the Meslowski RBI walk. And now we'll have to face a unknown pitcher. As don't really have a roster, and there are no numbers, so I can't tell you it's a sidearm throwing right-hander but he'll face Matashek and miss with a ball, 1-0. and oh. This inning so far has gone hit by pitch, infield single, error, and then walk. So it's now 5-4 Renegades, nobody out in the bottom of the fourth, and a new pitcher in for the Legends. 1-0 pitch to Matashek, misses off the plate again. It's now 2-0. and oh. Looks like we're going to have another pinch hitter on deck for Jackson Lovich. I think that's Colin Shreves. This one skips past the catcher and takes a weird ricochet off the backstop, and Hopkins is going to come in to score, and everyone else will move up to the plate. It's now 6-4 Renegades, and a 3-0 count on Matashek. That ball nowhere close, and then kicked all the way up the first baseline, and easily scoring was Hopkins. It's now 6-4 Renegades, and runners still at second and third with nobody out here in the fourth inning. So 3-0 on Matashek. Renegades right fielder bats with the open stance. We'll see if he has the green light here pitch to him is going to catch the inside corner of the strike zone. It's three and one. Matashek RBI representative yesterday. He so far is 0 for 2. This one grounded to the shortstop. He's got it. He is going to make the throw home, but he falls down and now will throw to first instead and get Matashek, but Otherwise, that drives in a renegade run, and Forte scores to make it 7-4. to four. Good composure there by the shortstop, Raj, once he fell down to pop back up and take the throw to first to get Matashek. But otherwise, he looked like he was coming home with that throw. Would have been a bang-bang play with Forte, who scores, and uh, give the RBI to Matashek on the ground out. It's now 7-4 to four renegades. They take the three runs right back. Moving up to third on the play was Maslowski. And now Colin Trees pinch hitting for Jackson Govich. Fouls off a pitch to make it 0-1. Would assume we'll see Shreves just come in and play third base. That's where he's played a lot on the infield this year. Righty versus righty. But the sidearm pitcher out there for the Legends, who now trails 7-4. Renegades have scored four in the second, three in the fourth. This pitch to Shreves misses low now. One and one. Beckson left this a couple batters ago with the bases loaded. And then the wild pitch allowed one run to score. And then Matashek driving in another on the ground. This skips in there, gets away. Matashek going to try and come in. The feed to the plate, the slide. And in there just safely is Maslowski, despite the attempt of the tag. And it's now 8-4 to four Renegades, and both the pitcher and batter, Meslowski, get up with a smile as they fell on top of each other. But in there just safely was the Renegades. DH, and he scores on the second wild pitch of the inning to make it 8-4. to four. So chirping from the Legends, they thought Meslowski was out at the plate there, but 
Got dirty for that one and makes it eight to four Renegades. So now two balls and one strike on Shreves. Bats with nobody on and one out. This one way outside. It's now three balls and a strike to the Renegades. New third baseman, the seventh batter, excuse me, sixth batter of this inning for them. They've already scored four runs. Three-one pitch to Shreves is hit in the air to left and hit well back at the track at the wall. This ball is over and gone. Shreves goes out to left field for his second bomb of the year, and little doubt when that was headed off the bat, he'll get to round the bases as the Renegades put up their fifth run of the fourth, and Shreves his second of the year, and will get to trot on home after the solo bomb. It's nine to four Renegades as Shreves, the All-Star representative showing off the power right there out to left field and gets the well-deserved round of applause. Renegades come out to meet him just in front of the dugout. Feels like it's been a while since we've had a Renegades home run and Shreves hits it right over the 340 side and left. It's now nine to four Renegades. So Cole Wagner came in on defense last inning for Luke Fuller steps in. It is now one ball and no strikes. Renegades now way out in front, 9-4 in this bottom of the fourth inning. Pitch to Wagner is low again, 2-0 and now to the Renegades left fielder. Andrew Imgarten came in a couple innings ago, waits on deck. Assume we're going to see pretty much everyone play for the Renegades here tonight. Lovich, who started this game at third, has already got the gym shorts on, so he's done for the night. Just saw him come out of the dugout. It's now three balls and no strikes on Wagner. New pitcher having some trouble finding the strike zone and when he did Colin Shreves hammered it to left field for a solo home run 3-0 pitch to Wagner is on the outside corner strike one now three and one to Cole Wagner the lefty hitting left fielders back in the box 3-1 pitch is hit to left field sinking fast left fielder Allen after it he's still going after it that's getting over his head and up against the wall Wagner on his way to second base ball just now retrieved and a one-out double for Cole Wagner, and the Renegades just keep on going here in the fourth inning as that ball, I think, fooled Allen and got over his head and then took a couple hops up against the wall, and easily into second base was Wagner with the double. So Renegades now sending their eighth batter of the inning to the plate in the form of Andrew Imgur, they've already scored five runs. They just continue to pound Legends pitching and now we'll see what Imgarn can do. Walked in his first at bat. Imgarn in, first pitch to him is just off the outside corner. Oh, one and no count. Catcher Morris held the ball for an extra second. I think he thought that was a strike. It looked very close. 1-0 pitch now coming to Imgarn. Fouled straight back right in front of me now. One ball, one strike. Renegades have pushed to now five across. Now another in scoring position. Do not know if the run rule applies in an exhibition game like this if the Renegades were to reach it. 1-1 one, one pitch now coming to Imgar. This one hit out to shallow left center field. This ball is going to get down for base hit. I don't think either outfielder saw it. And now Cole Wagner, a late break, is going to try and be sent around. He is going to be in there safely ahead of the throw. And it gets by the catcher. Imgar was already on his way to second base. He'll stay right there. But that'll go down as a RBI for Imgar. And coming around to score is Wagner. It's now 10-4 Renegades. 
wanted to check on that ruling right there. They rule single, but an RBI for Imgarn. Imgarn went up to second base on the throw, and that's where he currently stands. Looks like we're going to have a new pitcher on for the Legends. And so while that player warms up, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. It's a 10-4 lead for the Renegades. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your your last line of defense. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Renegades offense has came to play today, is now currently sitting in the bottom of the fourth inning. They put up six runs in this inning alone and lead this ball game by a score of 10 to four. Ben Schmidt coming to you live from the Doc and Orm Direct broadcast booth as Carter going the ninth batter of this inning, about to step into the plate with a runner on second base and one out. Been a wacky ball game. Players changing positions everywhere. Renegades have already used a plethora of pinch hitters and defensive switches. And now the third pitcher of the inning for the Legends, also unknown right-hander. First pitch to Goring is just high a ball, 1-0. Goring so far 0 for 2 with two ground outs. Ninth batter to hit here in the inning. Herschler waits on deck. Emgarn, who's singled and then advanced second on the throw, waits at second base. This pitch, Goring way out in front and rips it foul by the Renegades dugouts. Now one ball, one strike. I have a feeling I'm not going to be able to really read anything my scorebook says after the conclusion of this one with all the changes and runs and errors and I don't even think I'm going to attempt to try with the pitching for the Legends at this point. Going now back into the box. One ball, one strike, and looks at a pitcher at the knees called strike now. One and two. We're going to avoid going to 0 oh and 3. Renegade's offense has been all over this Legends pitching thanks to four in the second, six in the fourth. It's 10 to 4. Check other runner Imgarn at second. The 1 2 pitch to Goring. Just misses inside. Try to get the curveball to Ben in there, but it was just a little bit in on Gorling. It's now two balls and two strikes. Legends don't even try to shade Imgarn at second base. Rackers and Brotched on the left. Carver and K on the right. Herschel on deck. 2-2 two -two pitch coming. One out, and it is grounded to third base. That ball is a foul ball. Otherwise, that was headed to left field for extra bases. Didn't miss by much. Was right on that third base line just to the left side of the bag for a foul ball. So we'll do the 2-2 pitch again to Gorling. Renegades will have an off date around before heading to Nevada, thanks to Doc and Norm, on Wednesday for games at 5 and 7 p.m. 
big couple of games with Nevada. Here's the 2-2 pitch to Groing. It's grounded to the right side. First baseman K off the spot. Got the ball and will take it to the bag himself for out number two. Groing a third straight ground out is retired. Finally out number two recorded here in the fourth. But Imgard moves up to third on the play. And that will bring up Herschler with a runner on third and two outs. Legends looking to finally end this fourth inning after the Renegades now sending ten hitters to the plate, scoring six runs. Into the box now is Herschler. Renegades catcher coming up for his third at bat. He has scored twice, has an RBI grounds. This one a high chopper to the third baseman, and it gets past him and past the shortstop as well, and Herschler will be safe. Coming in to score will be Imgarn. It's now 11-4 to four Renegades. Ruling on the ball, hit by Herschler. Is a single, is a high chopper. Would have been a tough play regardless, and Herschler was hustling up the line. So infield single for him, give him the RBI, his second of the game, and Renegades now up 11-4. to four. Second at-bat of the inning for Herschler. Now Hopkins in for his second at-bat of the inning. Swings and misses for strike one. He had an infield single as the second at-bat in this inning. So Hopkins now back in. Herschel at first. They throw over to first, but Herschel back in safely. Renegades just continuing to pummel Legends pitching. They've scored seven now, 11-4 ball game. Hopkins in. He's been hot lately at the plate. Oh, one pitch to him, misses up. It's now one and one. Hopkins with a single and a double tonight. Coming into Saturday, he was in the top five of Renegades in terms of average. Don't know if this will add to their Mink League stats, but regardless, he continues to look very good at the plate along with playing a good defensive shortstop. 2-0 pitch, misses low, and it's now 3-0. and And, excuse me, not 3-0, it is 2-1. It was 1-1 before that ball missed. So now two balls and a strike. Forte waits on deck. 2-1 pitch now coming to Hopkins. This one swung on a miss as he swung over the top of the off-speed pitch. It's now two balls and two strikes, and the Legends a strike away from finally ending this inning. Hopkins back in, set at the belt. Herschel at first. The pitch is off of Hopkins. That's a hit-by-pitch, and he will reach first base, and he's on for the third time tonight, and will now go to Adonis Forte with runners on first and second base. So now the 12th batter to come to the plate for the Renegades here in the bottom of the fourth inning. They lead 11 to four. And Forte, who has scored a run this inning, reached on an error, steps in. Herschler at second, Hopkins at first. First pitch is fouled straight back, 0 and 1. So Forte officially 0 for 3. Maslowski, who came in, walked in, walked with bases loaded for an RBI and then scored on a wild pitch, waits on deck. Lefty righty matchup here. Forte in now. Runners don't hold on. This one hit in the air to left center field, and this one's hit pretty well. Outfielders don't even give chase. This ball is going to one-hop the wall for extra bases. Hopkins in. Herschel in as well. Forte on his way to second base, and that's a two-RBI double for Adonis Forte. He shows off the opposite field power. It's now 13-4 Renegades, and that outfielder and left field believe that's Allen did not even give after that ball. And the center fielder Rackers had to go chase it down. Forte, I think if he was sprinting, could have probably made it to third. But he jogged it up to second base with a two-RBI double for the Renegades. 
So Levi Mislowski now in. 13th batter of the inning for the Renegades. They lead by nine. All nine scored this inning. First pitch, Maslowski swing and a miss. Strike one. Two outs now. Forte at second base. Maslowski hits this one out to right center field. It may split the gap. Right fielder Pashels going after it. And he makes the tumbling grab. Somehow stays on his feet. But a nice running grab for the right fielder of the Legends. And that, ladies and gentlemen, ends the inning, but not before the Renegades break out to the bats. They push across nine runs and lead this one 13-4. So ahead of the fifth, we'll be right back for exclusive Renegades coverage on the Show Me Sports Network. Riverdale Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverdale Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverdale Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverdale Christian Academy. Call 573-634-3983. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Hello, Blake Gazaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Yeah, Noel's back out on the bump after entering this game it feels like an hour ago. Since the last time he was out on the mound, the Renegades have added nine more runs and lead this thing 13-4. to and Nolf pitches in a first pitch strike 0-1 on who knows if I'm just being brutally honest I have no clue who's batting right now 0-1 pitch coming from Nolf swung on a miss is way out in front of that one on the swing to make things no balls and two strikes I believe this is whoever was playing left field last inning for the legends but once again at no numbers and no names so 
Just going to have to go with no name for now. 0-2 pitch from Nolf. Grounded weakly to third base. Maslowski plays on a couple hops. Then the throw over to first is in time on a scoop. And one up, one down here in the fifth inning. It's actually Maslowski at first base. And that's Shreves at third who made the throw over. Maslowski was the one who dug it out. And that's one up, one down for Nolf here in the fifth inning. Final line for Drew Voss was three and two-thirds. Two strikeouts, five walks, two hits. He had four runs. Only three of them earned. Nolf is now retired, too. Back on the bump here with one out and nobody on. Renegades up by nine. Nolf bends a curveball in there. Beautiful pitch. It's now no balls and a strike. This could be Travis Kale, though I'm not sure stepping in. Regardless, righty-righty matchup. Oh, and one pitch now from Nolf is going to miss low. Now one ball, one strike. For anyone just joining, this is an exhibition game between the Renegades and Renegades Legends. So all of them just donning different pants with great T-shirts that have legends written in gold across the front. Renegades wearing their yellow uniforms. But this game, obviously not counting. We've already had a plethora of substitutions in just four innings. One, one pitch was swung on a miss, makes it one and two. And Nolf looking for his first strikeout in recording out number two here in the fifth. Looks much, much better in a clean inning. Came in with two on and two out in the fourth and gave up two hits in a row. Looks better here with nobody on. One-two pitch is low and away. Batter started to go around but held up. So that evens things at two balls and two strikes. Maybe I should just start screaming out, who are you when every batter accepts the plate? Maybe they would hear me and give me some help. That would work. Nolf in a two-ball, two-strike count. Renegades have the infield straight up. It is going to be swung on a missed as late on that one. Swung on a miss, so Nolf gets the strikeout, swinging his first of the night. And out number two here in the fifth inning keeps things 13-4. to four. So Nolf looks good this inning. It's got a ground out and a strikeout. We'll now go to work with nobody on and two outs. Looking to pitch a three-up, three-down inning. Renegades have only pitched one three-up, three-down inning so far tonight. That was in the second. Nolf a chance to do that here. And his first pitch is going to bend on in there. A curveball for strike one. I believe Travis, or I think I think it's Kevin Hagner who's on deck. So this could be Travis K batting now. That's the way order they were in when the game originally started. This one misses the ball one and one. Nolf in a one ball, one strike count. Herscher sets low and away. That's where the pitch goes. And that misses for a ball, two and one. Batter did not chase on that pitch. Renegades have Shreve playing pretty far back on the third base side. A two one pitch coming is in there. A strike now, two balls and two strikes. Let's see if Nolf can get strikeout number two. He just got number one on the last at bat. Needs one more strike to end this top of the fifth inning. Nolf. Long look into Herschler. Once again, sets up low and away. The pitch is going to be grounded to first base. Maslowski will play it, but it's going to go foul before he gets the chance. And we'll do the pitch once again. Guess I should update you on the Renegades defense as well because with all the pinch hits last inning, they've got Maslowski and Imgarn on the right at first and second. Hopkins is short, Shreves at third, Wagner in left. I think that's still Forte in center and as the 2-2 pitch is swung on a miss, I think Matashek in right, but regardless what matter is, all of them will trot off the field after Nolf strikes out the final two to end the inning here in the fifth. So we'll head to the bottom half. We'll see how many runs the Renegades can put up this time as they lead this one 13-4. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network.
throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give Walk-Off Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Renegades coming to the bat here in the bottom of the fifth inning, leading this one 13-4. Looks like the same pitcher that came in last inning and fires in a first pitch strike. It is not Matashek. It is the right field spot coming up to the plate. I'll get you the name in two seconds. Who it is? Oh, one pitch now coming. This one misses outside. It's now one and one. It is Carter Karatka who is batting and now playing right field for the Renegades. He chops this one to the left side. Third baseman is going to overthrow the first baseman, and that's going to lead to a base hit for Karatka. He's on with nobody out here in the fifth inning. They rule that one a hit because it was going to be a bang-bang play regardless, and Rackers could not leap to get that one, and it's now one on with nobody out for the Renegades. So... I believe that might have been Karatka's first at-bat with the Renegades. Regardless, he starts it off on a good note as here in the bottom of the fifth inning gets a single to the third baseman and now is on at first base with nobody out. Renegades have had a whole lot of hits. Too many for me to count at this point. I'll get the, the final number at the end of the game. First pitch to Shrees misses a ball 1-0. So Matashek is done as Karatka replaces him. I'll get you Matashek's final line in just a moment. Karatka at first base being held on by Rackers. Pitch to Mas to Shrees. Misses outside. 2-0. Oh. 
So many switches and changes. I can't even keep all the names straight in my head. Matashek finished 0 for 3 with two groundouts and a strikeout. Did have an RBI. Now Karatka singles to lead off the fifth inning. This one hit deep to left field again by Shreves. Back at the track, at the wall, and it is off the wall. Karatka had to hold because they thought it might be caught. He's going to hold at second base. So a long, loud single by Colin Shreves. Just missed home run number two. And probably injustice there for that to be called a single. If there's no one on, that's probably a double. But he'll take it regardless. He's now two for two and just missed another bomb out to left field. Putting down a single to left field does not feel like it does that ball hit by just does that ball hit by Shreve justice as he hit that off the wall out there in left field. Hit that almost about 340 once again. He has crushed both pitches he's seen. And now Cole Wagner in with two on and no outs. And strike one to him. Oh, and one came in for Luke Fuller, doubled and scored in the fourth inning. So Karatka at second and Shreves at first base. Oh, one pitch now coming to Wagner. Misses low and away. So now we're at a one ball, one strike count. Shreves off of first base. Karatka off of second. Wagner in a 1-1 count. And will swing and foul this one off the left side. It's now one ball and two strikes. Renegades lead this one 13-4. In the bottom of the fifth inning, Renegades scored four in the second, then nine in the fourth and they've got something cooking again here in the fifth after two are on with nobody out third batter of the inning and Cole Wagner he is behind one ball two strike the pitch to him is going to bend out of the zone it's now even two and two Karatka had an infield single to the third baseman to lead off this inning then Wagner just ripped the ball off the left field wall because Karatka had to hold and make sure that that one wasn't going to be caught maybe even got a bad read on it he held and then only made it to second base so 2-2 pitch now coming. This one popped up foul out of play again. Looks like that's going to be a splash down in the creek. And it stays two balls and two strikes. It's an exhibition game between the Renegades and the Legends before the Renegades get back at it for real on Wednesday. Doubleheader in Nevada. Blake and I will have the call for you for that one on the Show Me Sports Network. Thanks to Doc and Norm Direct, the official transportation provider of the Renegades. 2-2 pitch to Cole Wagner's called strike three on the outside corner. And he will go a backwards K for out number one here in the fifth inning. Wagner retired for the first time tonight. And now Andrew Imgarten stepping in. Have to hold now pretty much with every Renegades batter coming to the plate when I look up and look down the third baseline and make sure it's the same person that still hit last inning. Renegades have gone through a whole lot of their bench pieces. Only starters still in the game are going at first. Herschel the catcher, Hopkins the shortstop, and Forte in center. Looking at the roster, I don't know who they even have left to come in potentially. Imgar now in an RBI opportunity. First pitch to him is going to miss up and away ball one. Looking at the roster, unless they are inclined to use another catcher and rocker bomber. I don't know who else they would potentially bring in on defense. 1-0 pitch is outside. Now two balls and no strikes on Imgar. Maybe you see some pitchers play the field. This would be the time to try it. Have Braden Boyer play center field, except he might not even be at the ballpark tonight. 2-0 pitch soon coming. Karatka at second, Shreves at first. This one in the dirt that gets through the legs of the catcher, kicks up the line, and both runners will advance. So Shreves up to second base, and Karatka over to third, and now a single can make this a 15-5 lead for the Renegades. 
is one out now after the strikeout of Wagner. Emgart into the box in a 3-0 count with Goring waiting on deck. One more miss would load the bases for him. Renegades have not had a grand slam yet this year. Tonight feels like a good time maybe to get number one. 3-0 pitch coming to Imgard and swung on a miss as he was out in front of that one and swings ahead of it now. Three balls and one strike. Fourth pitcher of the ball game for the Legends. 3-1 pitch now coming to Imgard and this one swung on a miss again. Back-to-back good-looking pitches there. It's now three balls and two strikes and Imgard going to have to protect here. Back into the box now. Righty pitcher versus lefty Imgarn. Into the lineup, kicks the leg, and the 3-2 is hit to right field. That's going to get down the line, and that's going to drive in two runs. Karatka in. Shreve's on his way home. Imgarn's going to make the turn and go to second base, and he is in there with a two-RBI double, and the Renegades now lead this one 15-4 thanks to the replacement second baseman lining went down the right field line, bringing in two runs. Karatka easily in, who is at third base. Shreves basically jogging all the way from second base. No contest there. And Imgarn with the double down the right field line had driven in two more runs for the Renegades. So now Carter Goring, another batter here in this fifth inning for the Renegades. They continue to rack up runs. Will step in. This pitch misses outside a ball. Now 1-0. Credit Imgarten with two RBIs. He's now got three total on the game. 1-0 pitch to Goring misses away again. It's now two balls and no strikes. Herschler waits on deck. Renegades now lead this one by 11. 15-4. They've scored two more runs here in this inning. Goring back in. The pitch to him. Way inside and that gets him in the back. He's now going to head down to first base with a hit by pitch. Gorling reaching for the first time tonight, and the Renegades now first and second, still only one out here in the fifth inning. This inning so far has gone a single, single strikeout, double hit by pitch. That's where we stand with two in, two on, and only one out. And now Herschler stepping up to the plate. Righty batter has got two RBIs tonight, has scored all three times he's came to the plate. He's had another good night at the dish. He's got five RBIs in his last two games. Looks at a ball here. Now one ball and no strikes. Taylor Hopkins waits on deck for the Renegades. He's played shortstop every inning so far tonight. We're in the bottom of the fifth inning. Renegades lead this one 15-4. Right-hander sets. Looks the runner. Imgarn at second. Now delivers a ball low. It's now two balls and no strikes on Herschler. Herschler reached on an error. Did get one RBI and then scored. Was hit by a pitch, scored, and then had an infield single for an RBI. Scored then as well. Hopkins, who's also two for two, scored twice, waits on deck. 2-0 pitch coming to Herschler, misses up. It's now three balls and no strikes in danger here of loading the bases with only one out. And Hopkins coming to the plate. He's had bases loaded a couple times so far tonight. 3-0 pitch now coming to Herschler. It is going to be fouled off. And we'll now do a three-ball, one-strike pitch. Eleven runs scored by the Renegades in the last four outs. They have been great on offense tonight. Had four through the first three innings, and then they said that's not good enough. Let's score 
11 more in the next two. 3-1 pitch is inside. That's a walk to Herschler. He's been on all four times, and that now loads the bases for Hopkins, who's coming up for the Renegades. So Hersheron down to first, going up to second, and Imgarten to third, and Hopkins stepping in, and we'll see if he can continue with the scorching hot bat and add to what is an 11-run lead for the Renegades. We assume they're not going to be pushing guys too hard on the bases, especially with it being an exhibition game, but gap shot here, Lexley scores two. Hopkins in, long look into the catchers, think that's still Morris behind the plate, first pitch to Hopkins, misses outside, 1-0. Hopkins has gone double to right, infield single and hit by pitch, has scored two runs. Has not driven a run in yet, though. Feels like they put RBI almost every Renegade's name so far. First pitch now coming to Hopkins. This one is going to be fouled off on a pitch upstairs. Fouled straight back, and it's now one and one. You don't want to walk in an exhibition game. I'm sure Hopkins would like to blast one right here. That one was clearly up, but took a big hack at it anyway. Switch so now one ball, one strike, and one out. Bases loaded for the Renegades. 15 to 4 lead. And this one to Hopkins misses low and away now. Two and one. Back into the box now is Hopkins. Righty righty matchup. Slate open stance. Not a whole lot. Two one pitch to Hopkins. Is it high in the air on the infield? This one hit a mile high. First baseman Rackers off the bag and then over to make the catch. And that will be out number two. Still bases loaded for the Renegades as Hopkins is retired for the first time tonight. So after the pop out, we'll go back to the top of the order and Adonis Forte. Forte had a two RBI double to center his last time up. So much room to work with down that right field line. If he pulls one down there, that's extra bases easily scoring two. Renegades put on two more runs so far here in the fifth inning and lead this one 15-4. Forte fouls this one straight back just underneath that one. It's now 0-1, so Forte officially 1-4, for four, has been on base twice, scored a run, and has the two RBIs. It's Imgarden at third, Goring at second, and Herschel at first base, Legends versus Renegades. This one swung on a miss as Forte now. Behind no balls and two strikes, he's been struck out once tonight. Forte back in there, sporting the blue batting gloves with the yellow jersey. Only one more strike to go for the Legends. Here comes the 0-2 pitch. It is low and inside. Not even competitive there, and it's now one ball, two strikes. They don't hold any of the runners on. The Legends don't. So pretty good, good size leads for the Renegades. 1-2 pitch to Forte. Misses outside, and it's now two balls and two strikes on Adonis Forte. Renegades all-star representative. Made the trip to Clorinda yesterday. Now being back into the box, light wave of the bat. Now the 2-2 pitch coming to him. This one hit out to left field, but that's going to curve foul. And we'll go over the net out of play. Went down to get that one. Looked like it was going to be low, but he went down and got a piece of it to foul it off. And now we'll send a couple sprinting kids after it to try and retrieve and spin the prize wheel here at Vivian Field. After the foul ball, still a two-ball, two-strike count. Runners take the leads at every base. Forte back in, lefty-righty matchup. Light wave of the bat. Here's the 2-2 pitch. It is going to be fouled off again, and it's still going to stay at two balls and two strikes. And that ball found a way to go through the net behind the backstop. It was fouled off just in front of the left side bleachers, but it went straight through a little hole in the net and made it easy for a fan. So back-to-back -back fouls is 2-2 two two once again to Forte. And here comes the delivery. This one inside, and it's run all the way full, so the runners will get a 
Head start here on a full count pitch. Don't think we'll see anyone sprinting. Probably just a light jog. But they'll get to be going early. So now base is loaded. 3-2, two, two outs. The pitch to Forte skips in there, goes to the backstop. That's a RBI walk to Forte. Everyone else will advance. And Renegades now up by 12, 16-4. Give Forte his third RBI of the night on the base on balls. Sure, in an exhibition game, Forte not wanting to walk there, but that ball didn't even make it to home plate. There were a couple pitches in that at bat that were up high or down low that Forte swung at. So he's now at first base, moving up to second on the play was Herschel, and over to third is Gorling. Imgard in to score, and now another run in for the Renegades this inning. It's 16-4, to and after the RBI walk to Forte, we're going to have a new pitcher come in for the Legends. So with that, we'll take a quick break. And we'll come back in just a moment. Base is loaded for Levi Mazlowski and a 16-4 lead for the Renegades of the Legends. We'll be right back. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Two outs in the bottom of the fifth inning, but Levi Maslowski in with the bases loaded and fouls off the first pitch he sees to make things 0-1. Renegades got three in this inning, leads 16-4. And now Maslowski batting for, I believe, the third time, has an RBI. Yep, this is his third at-bat. And now has Forte at second, Herschel at first, and Gorling at third. Forte just got an RBI. When he walked, 0-1 pitch is way outside the skips to the backstop, but in a 12-run lead, Gorling not going to come on home. Probably would have scored him if it was a tight ball game as it skipped to the backstop, but no reason to try that right now. Wonder who will see pitch for the Renegades. Ian Nolf has pitched a couple innings. Maybe we throw another position player in there on the mound. It worked the other night. Maybe it'll work again here. So 1-1 coming to Mislowski. This one misses outside. Now 2-1-1. Back-to-back pitches that aren't really close. Carter Karatka led off this inning. He waits on deck for the Renegades for what feels like every inning, setting every batter to the plate. They have Demolish this Legends pitching. 2-1 pitch now coming. It's swung on a miss as Mazlowski here in front of that one. It's now 2-2. Two two. Just joining us, Renegade scored 4 in the 2nd, 9 in the 4th, and now 3 here in the 5th. They gave up 1 in the 1st and 3 in the 4th and lead this thing 16-4. 2-2 pitch coming. It's low one away. Now 3 balls and 2 strikes, and Mazlowski a chance for a second RBI walk in this game. Runners will once again get a head start. Can't tell who's coaching third base for the Renegades. Regardless, he tells them that they'll be on the run. 3-2 pitch, a swung on a missed. And the new pitcher comes in and gets the strikeout to end the inning. 
as Renegades send nine to the plate and score three here in the fifth. So now we'll head to the sixth inning. Legends coming up, and it's a 16-4 Renegades lead. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. Don't go anywhere. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions when things come out of left field having a game plan matters farmers insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game we've seen almost everything so we know how to cover almost anything talk to farmers agent christopher scott at 573-896-0131 to see how i can help you stay in the game that's christopher scott at 573-896-0131 we are farmers Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Dock and Norm Direct. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take the walk, Eddie! To the sixth inning we go on the Show Me Sports Network. Thanks so much to everyone who is joining in for with us tonight. Hope you enjoyed this Renegades route. I think I can pretty safely say that they're not going to blow a 12-run lead here in the next four innings. But who knows, I've been wrong before, but I have a pretty good feeling about this one. Regardless, I'm Ben Schmidt bringing you tonight's Renegade coverage from the Doc and Norm Direct broadcast booth. Go riding with Doc and Norm Direct, Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond, they do it all. Doc and Norm Direct is also the official transportation provider of the Renegades, getting us to all our road games safely, efficiently, and in style. To book your spot for your next adventure, call them at 573-256-1991 or email reservations at mlexpress.com. First pitch was a ball. This one also inside, so it is now 2-0. Pretty sure this is Kevin Hagner batting. I not can't say that with certainty, but it looks like the man who is pinch running multiple times. Grounds this one to third. Trees won't have a play, and that's into left field for a base hit. He's going to make the turn and will now head to second base. It was bobbled by Wagner in left field to throw to second, not in time. And that's a double here to get the sixth inning going. And maybe I jinxed it. Maybe that's the start of a 12-run comeback for the Legends. Regardless, that's a double to get to the sixth inning going. Legends have a runner in scoring position. So, runner at second now. There's a new pitcher into the game for the Renegades. It is Hayden Steelman taking in relief for Ian Nolfa. Goes an inning in the third. Strikes out two. Gives up two hits. Does not allow a run. 
Next batter in. This one misses a ball. 1-0. Another substitution for the Renegades. Luke Fuller, who left the game a couple innings ago, is now in to catch. So started the game and left. Left for a couple innings. And now replaces Herschler behind the dish. 1-0 pitch. Now coming from Steelman. Checks the runner. And now will step off as trying to work Hagner back to the bag there at second. We're going by the order, though. I mean, Broch is in the box now. Can't say for sure, though. 1-0 pitch. Now coming, runner on second. Nobody out. This one fouled off. One ball and a strike. So Renegades had Drew Voss start the game. Go the first three and two-thirds. Gave her four runs, three earned, and then Nolf. And then in the third, no runs. Gives away to Steelman. And I would assume if the score holds that this game would end after seven and not play the full nine. So maybe they have Steelman try and go the final two. Although I never know the rules with this exhibition matchup. That one in there are strikes. So now one ball and two strike. Regardless, I hope you enjoyed all the Renegades offense that they put up. Pretty much everyone has had a hand and at least driving a run or scoring a run for the Renegades so far tonight. Every spot in the lineup has had to bat or reach base at least once. One-two pitch now coming. Grounded to the right side. Maslowski will pick it on a hop. Will feed to the covering. Steelman out on the bag just in time for out number one. Moving up to third base on the play is Hagner, but that's productive out. A ground out to third, excuse me, to first base. And now one out here in the sixth inning. For the Renegades on offense so far tonight, when you look at the lineup, number one spot in the order, three RBIs in a run. Number two spot, an RBI in a run. You can just go down the list, basically. There's only one spot in the order that hasn't scored a run. And outside of that, everyone else has been just productive and had a great night at the dish. So now 16-4, Renegades lead runner on third. This one just misses for a ball. Crowd thought he went around on the swing, but they ruled no swing. So 1-0 now. We have X, Y, and Z batters coming up for the Legends this inning. One out and a runner on third. This one is... Going to a ball. So now 2 and 0 count. One out now. Nobody else on except the runner on third. They don't hold him on. It's Shreves and Hopkins on the left side. Imgarden and Maslowski on the right. His pitch way out in front. A swing and miss as Steelman goes with the off speed there. So now a two ball, one strike count. Four putting down the sides now behind the dish for the Renegade just into the ball game. New tandem of him and Steelman. This one just below the knees. Didn't miss by much. It's now three balls and a strike. Although with first base open walk here. Would set up a potential double play. One out in the top of the sixth inning. You're seeing the Renegades baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. And here comes the 3-1 delivery. This one grounded weakly to the left side, but it's foul. That makes it 3-2. Jackson Lovich quickly out of the dugout to snag that one on a perfect attempt on a couple of hops. Started this game at third base for the Renegades. Took a couple at-bats. I believe he was two for two before leaving the ball game. Steelman looking for his first strikeout and getting out number two. Here's his delivery. It bends in there. Called strike three. Ring him up. And there's the call the crowd was looking for. Runner now trying to come home. And stealing home on the play is the D.H. Hagner. And even in a 6-4 ball game, Legends still proving that they can provide some electric stuff. And as Fuller tossed it back to the pitcher after the strikeout, Hagner stole home. And there's something you don't see every day. A steal home plate, and that makes it a 16-5 ball game. So second out of the inning recorded, but a steal of home for the Legends. That makes things 16-5. He crosses the dish. 
And now nobody on with two outs thanks to the strikeout recorded. 16-5. Renegades still lead this one by 11. We're in the top of the sixth inning. Hagner's been the base runner of the game for the Legends. 1-0 pitch is going to miss outside. A ball 1-1. One one. Steelman just into the ball game with four behind the dish. 2-0 pitch coming, misses low, skips in there. Nice backhanded pick by Fuller behind the dish. I thought it was 1-1 one one before that pitch, but scoreboard, so it's 3-0 oh now. So I'll wait to see what the umpire holds up. He holds up 3-0, oh, so yep, that is what the count is. So three balls and no strikes. Nobody on. Two outs, this one grounded out to short. Hopkins on a hop, fields it. He will set the feet, make the throw over to first, and that's a ground out to the shortstop to end the inning. So... Only four batters come to the plate, but one scores thanks to a steal of home by the Legends. And after that electric play, they cut the deficit to a very close 11 runs, and it's 16-5 to Renegades. So we'll head to the bottom of the sixth inning. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network for more Renegades baseball. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers. With some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. Hi, this is Nick Hoslog, owner of Hoslog Landscape and Design. Every day, my highly trained team of experts works hard to give you the outdoor living area you've been dreaming of. By focusing solely on landscaping and hardscape construction, this has made us the preferred landscape and design company serving Jefferson City and the Central Missouri area. Thank you for all your continued support in voting us as winners of the Reader's Choice Awards and Jefferson City's Best multiple years running. When you are ready to begin your dream outdoor project, call us at 573-301-9464 to schedule an estimate or visit hoslaglandscape.com. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your your last line of defense. Carter Karatka coming to the plate to lead off the bottom of the sixth inning. Renegades in a tight battle in this exhibition game. Lead this one by just 11 runs. First pitch to Karatka misses up a ball. 1-0. It'll be Karatka, Shreves, and Wagner. At least that's the scheduled batters. 3-4-5 in the order. We'll see if the Renegades decide to go any pinch hitters. It does look like Shreves is on deck. 1-0 pitch is inside now 2-0. Oh. I'm sure the Renegades would like to get back the one run that they just let up in the top half of the inning. In the ever-exciting first base coach update, it looks like we've got Jackson Lovich over there coaching first for the Renegades. This one a called strike, so now two balls and one strike on Karatko in his first at-bat singled score run. Can't tell who we've got coaching third for the Renegades. They should put Ross over there, have both the Lovich brothers run the show. 2-1 pitch now coming. This one is grounded or actually hit on the fly to the shortstop, Roch, and he makes the catch for out number one. Karatka is retired for the first time tonight on the lineout. 
Sound that'll bring up Shreves. He's killed a two balls tonight. One hit out of here for a home run and the other off the wall. Just missed homer number two. We'll see if he can turn on one again. This time no runner in front of him. So if he does hit it off a wall, potentially could get extra bases. I was told head coach Mike Demuley took an at-bat in this game last year. So hopefully we get to see that happen again. Don't know what the chances are of that happening. But that's just what I was told happened last time these two faced. First pitch to Shreves is on the outside corner. Strike now, no balls, and a strike on the third baseman. Shreves has gone home run and single, scored both times. Looks like Cole Wagner is waiting on deck, so same three hitters. 0-1 pitch bends in there on the outside corner. It's now 0-1-2 to Shreves. This spot in the Renegades order is perfect. Originally was Lobich, now Shreves. Very perfect four for four. Shreve's going to have to go to work here in an 0-2 count. One out and nobody on in the bottom of the sixth inning. Pitch to him is just off the outside corner. Makes it a ball and two strikes. Did not miss by much. And based on some of the calls in this that bad, I thought that they may have rung him up right there. But Shreve's will live to see another pitch. Back into the box now. Shreve's very light wave of the bat one two pitch way inside and he ducks out of the way to make it two balls and two strikes Wagner in his at bats has doubled scored a run and struck out he is on deck don't think we'll see him pitching tonight after the two innings that he threw two nights ago Shreve's back in two two pitch to him misses way outside and he's running all the way full after being behind no balls and two strikes Pretty much the only person on the field right now for the Legends I can say with certainty who they are is Jason Rackers at first base because of the reg hat. 3-2 pitch right off the end of the bat out to second base. Shreves is going to be retired for out number two as the throw is delivered perfectly. And two up, two down, nicely done and for the Legends here in the sixth inning so far. Renegades still lead this one by 11. It is 16-5. And now Cole Wagner will get to come to the plate and keep things going here in the sixth. If they are retired in order, it would be the first time since the first inning when the Renegades were put down in order way back when I thought, hey, the Legends may actually keep this thing close. And then ever since then, the Renegades have shown who the big boys here tonight at the ballpark, and that is the team that has put up 16 runs on the scoreboard, although the Legends have made this thing quite the fun game with the best part, the steal of home in the last inning. Wagner looked at the first pitch. Strike. Switch now no balls and a strike. Lefty batting left fielder in with nobody on and two outs. He will swing and foul this pitch into the mitt of the catcher Morris. Switch now no balls and two strikes on Wagner. Back into the box now. Imgarn waits on deck. Pitcher sets righty versus lefty. And here's the 0-2 pitch to Wagner. Swung on a missed and back-to-back -back strikeouts and the inning and put the Renegades down in order here in the sixth inning. So we'll head to the seventh now. Renegades lead this one 16-5. We'll see what the legends have in store for us on the Show Me Sports Network. Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog, Tracy, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. 
Riverdale Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment to students for more than 16 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverdale Christian Academy offers kinder prep through 7th grade with 8th grade to be added in the 2023-2024 school year. Riverdale Christian Academy's primary goal is the discipleship of the next generation to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students with a student body composed of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include 3 and 5 full day sessions with kindergarten offering a half day and full day program. To find out more about Riverdale Christian Academy. Call them at 573-634-3983. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. The seventh inning we go on the Show Me Sports Network. Hayden Steelman back out for his second inning on the mound. Gets a first pitch foul ball to the first batter he faces here in the seventh inning. So now I had no balls and a strike. Renegades lead this one 16-5. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining me tonight on the Show Me Sports Network. It's been a lot of fun because the Renegades have brought their bats to the yard side. And speaking of bats, I want to talk to you about walk-off wood. Bat company as the 0-1 pitch is hit to left field. That's going to be a leadoff single to get the seventh inning going for the Legends. A line drive that splashes down in the outfield. And now a runner on first base with nobody out. So handcrafted right here in Missouri. Walk-off wood bat company. Our bats are made with premium grade maple, ash, and birch. Fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bat, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves to help find your confidence at the plate and maybe even hit one as far as Colin Shreves did a few innings ago. Give Walkoff Wood Bat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wellbats.com. I can't promise anything, but I can tell you exactly what brand of bat Shreves was using when he has blasted two out to deep left field tonight, one leaving the yard and the other just staying in. First pitch missed a ball, so 1-0, runner on first base, and nobody out here in the seventh inning. Renegades lead 16-5. This one hit to left field hard again, and that's going to be even closer to the line and into the left field corner. Runner's going to try and go first to third. Wagner's still coming back in, going to be just off the mark, and runner's moving up to first and third now for the Legends. They've got runners there with only nobody out here in the seventh inning. So back-to-back -back hits given up here by Steelman to start off his second inning of work in the first he struck out a batter gave up one hit and one run that run coming on a steal of home and now it looks like the man who stole home Hagner is going to pinch run at first base so I'd expect him to see him off and run in towards second in just a moment runners at the corner Steelman's going to have to go to work now first delivery runners going the pitches in their call strike and now they've got the runner caught in between first and second we'll see if they try and get the runner to go home as well Imgarden is going to thrown out of first base. Maslowski chasing Hagner towards second. Runner now coming home. Maslowski noticed a little bit late and then the throw gets away. Runner in. Hagner now moving all the way up to third base. A run in and now a runner at third base on a wacky play. Legend score run. So Hagner took off from first and about halfway to second. Just stopped running. 
Fuller, once he realized he had stopped, threw down to second base. They caught him in a rundown and stayed in it long enough for the runner on third to come home to score pretty easily. Andrew Maslowski delivered an on-target throw. Probably would have been in there safely. He just threw way too late. And now, once again, a runner on third. This is now a 16-6 ball game. So, Steelman sets. The pitch is going to be hit, fell off to the right side. Now no balls and two strikes. So far the legend scored one in the first, three in the fourth, one in the sixth, and one in the seventh to make their deficit a whopping ten runs. 0-2 pitch now coming from Steelman. He delivers this one. Swung on a miss into the glove of Fuller and strikeout number one. Or excuse me, strikeout number two for Steelman, who alertly checked the runner Hagner at third base before throwing the ball back to the pitcher. Steelman was not going to fall for that like it did last inning. So Hagner still at third base. Steelman got one out now. They can see the run infield playing back. This pitch misses low. So one ball and no strikes. Run already in this inning. Thanks to the, I guess technically you call that a steal of home as well. one pitch now coming. This one swung on a miss. Is swinging over the top of that one. Steelman went with the off-speed. It's now 1-1. One one. If you could get the batter right here on a strikeout or a pop-out, you have a real chance of getting out of this inning without allowing the runner from third to come home and score. 1-1 one, one pitch now coming. This one misses low in the dirt, blocked by four. It's now two balls and a strike. Renegades lead this one 16-6, comfortably out in front. Legends bat in the top of the seventh inning. Again, this is just an exhibition game. Another pitch missing low. It's now three balls and a strike on the Legends batter. Back into the box. Righty-righty matchup. Steelman looking to get strike number two here. He's gotten one out so far. This one hit in the air to center. A Forte is after it, and he'll have to play it on a bounce. That's an RBI single. Hagner will come in to score on the play, and it's now 16-7. to And the Legends have cut the deficit to single digits. We'll see now if Hagner stays in the pinch run at first base after that RBI single. So this game now... Just a nine run score, two runs in this inning. Runner at first base now. Steelman now giving up three runs in his inning and a third of work so far. Third pitcher of the night following Voss and Null for the Renegades. Heidi back on the mound. Quick check of the runner. Mazlowski holds him on at first base. Here's the first pitch. It is outside, grabbed by Fuller. One ball and no strikes. Renegades so far have given up seven runs, six earned. Here comes the 1-0 delivery. It is in there, a call strike at the knees. We're even now at a ball and a strike. Good pitch there, ripped off by Steelman in for his second inning on the mound for the Renegades. They've got Shreves and Hopkins on the left side of the infield. Imgarn and Maslowski on the right. 1-1 pitch is also at the knees. Go to location there, one ball and two strikes now. Just a little over two and a half hours into this one. We currently are in the top of the seventh inning. Moved a little bit slower thanks to the 23 combined runs put up so far. 
set at the rubber. The pitch is swung on and just fouled out of the glove of four. Almost had strike three, but it was just a little too far outside of four's reach. So now still one ball and two strikes. Runner at first base just drove in the seventh run of the game for the Legends on the RBI single. And Steelman looking to retire out number two if he can get a strike or even better yet, potentially roll up a double play. One-two pitch coming. It is swung on, grounded weakly again, and will stay right here for another one-two. Hopkins and Imgarden have already worked together to turn one double play tonight. They could get a ground ball. Would be number two. And now with just notice Colin Treves coming to retrieve this foul ball means that that is not him at third base. Don't know who it is, but it's not Colin Treves. Throw over back in time safely. I actually think that that's Brady Maltby playing third. Yep, that is Brady Maltby who is playing third base for the Renegades. 1-2 pitch coming. Righty-righty. This one at the knees. Ring him up. Called strike three. And out number two here in the seventh inning goes way via the backwards K. So now one more out to get here for the Renegades in this top of the seventh inning. That is the second strike. Actually, the third strikeout recorded by Steelman. And now we'll look to just get one more out here in the seventh and keep this a 16-7 ball game in favor of the Renegades. Wines delivers, and this one misses outside, 1-0. Oh. Ortez still in center, Wagner in left. Pretty sure that's still Karatka in right. So the only new addition is Maltby at third. 1-0 pitch is grounded to right. Actually, that's going to be fielded by the second baseman, Imgarney. Bobbles, but then throws to first, and that's going to get away and go over near the Legends dugout. Runner will stay put at second base. As when Imgarn stopped that ball from going into right field, it took his glove off, but then was still able to knock it down. He would have had to play at first base, but then skipped it. Wide settle go down is E4, and now runners at first and second for the Legends. Still two outs here in the seventh inning. And with that, the air to keep the inning alive. It looks like head coach Mike Demuth is going to go get his reliever, Steelman. He's still talking to him, hasn't asked for the ball yet. Maltby during this pitching mound visit is going over to talk with shortstop Taylor Hopkins. Wonder what that conversation's about. It looks like they're going to leave Steelman in. Would be funny if Maltby's asking him, hey, what do I do here if it's a uh, steal a third base? What am I supposed to cover? Stuff like that. Because obviously Maltby just pitched so far this season, has not played third. Maybe he's asking Hopkins about position. Hopkins just pointed towards the bag. I think he's telling him what to do in this situation. Now with a runner at second base. Jackson Lovich walking over towards Renegades. So I got. I think he's had enough of third base coaching for the night. Job well done. I guess he was over there when this team wasn't even batting. Just thought about that. First pitch misses up and ins now one and zero. Legends have scratched across two in this inning to make it a sixteen to seven ball game. That's where they trail the runners on first and second and two outs. I want a ground ball to Maltby get him the last out of this inning. This one skips in there two and zero. I would just love to see how he plays it. Obviously, I don't know how much when the last time he has played an infield position. Would he get the body in front of it? Would he stick the glove out to the side? Who knows? We may not find out if the ground ball isn't hit to him here. 2-0 pitch coming from Steelman. Skips in there again. He just hasn't been able to find the strike zone in the set bat. Three pitches nowhere close. And it's now three balls, no strikes. He's in danger 
of load in the bases. Setting at the mound now is Steelman, righty-righty matchup. The 3-0 pitch is low, and that's going to be a walk to load the bases. And our runners everywhere, still two outs in the seventh inning. And with that, it actually looks like we're going to have a switch. Hopkins moving to third base, and Maltby going to short. They're going to switch spots now on the infield. Some fun little moving around going on. Maltby's got a big smile on his face. He's now playing the most athletic position on the infield. So runners everywhere. A grand slam could make this a actual like a game again. I don't know if the legends are capable of it. First pitch is fouled straight back. Oh and one. Sixteen to seven lead for Jefferson City over Jefferson City. Runners at third, second, and first base slowly. They don't hold any of them on, and no one count. Steelman looking to get the last out. Swing and a miss as he gets the swing over top of the curveball. Now just needs one more strike. Would be his fourth strikeout in two innings. Let's see if he can get it done. Also has a force anywhere. Just needs one more out. Setting at the mound. Got the right-handed batter right where he wants him. And here's the 0-2 pitch. This one popped up on the infield. Who wants it? Maslowski coming in. Now Imgarden calls him off and makes the catch for out number three to end the seventh inning. That's a pop-out to the second baseman, and that, it looks like, I think is going to end the game. Nope, I think the Renegades are going to come to bats. I'm not totally sure. They're jogging off the field, and I think that is not going to be in the game. So, yep, we're still going to have another half inning. So, with that, we'll take a quick break and head to the bottom half of the seventh inning. It's a 16-7 Renegades lead, and we'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Hello, Blake Gazaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Throughout the course of any game, different actions stand out to different people. But everyone remembers a walk-off, especially if it's a walk-off wood bat. Handcrafted right here in Missouri, walk-off wood bat company bats are made with premium-grade maple, ash, and birch, fully customizable to make it truly yours. From the length and weight to the barrel and handle color, you're able to customize every feature of your wood bats, including personalized engraving with a 45-day warranty. In addition to selling custom handcrafted bats, they also offer a selection of bat accessories, including lizard skin bat grips and batting gloves. To help find your confidence at the plate, give walk-off wood Woodbat Company a call at 816-261-1014 or visit wowbats.com. 
Serving the capital city and the surrounding area for 70 years, Animal Medical Center strives to provide the best possible medical service for your pet in a caring atmosphere. To promote quality healing and preventative care in a fear-free environment, Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is a full-service veterinary hospital. Whether your pet has fur, feathers, or scales, Dr. Greg Boyer and Dr. Kayla Terry have the experience and expertise to treat complex medical conditions as well as providing annual well checks and vaccinations. Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City is the only veterinary hospital in the capital city accredited by the American Animal Hospital Association. To schedule an appointment, call the team at Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City at 573-636-4626. Back now for the bottom of the seventh inning. Renegades lead this one 17-6, long half inning. Had a bunch of stuff going on in between. But now we're ready to go for some baseball. Andrew Imgarn is ahead in a two-ball, one-strike count here to get the seventh inning going. So you haven't missed much. Lefty facing the righty pitcher for the Legends. This one, a nice broken-off pitch on the inside corner. So now even two balls and two strikes will be Imgarn, Van Gorling, and Hersler, I believe, will follow. Despite Hersler being replaced by Fuller, Hersler still looks like he's going to be batting in the hole. 2-2 pitch fouled out of play. So we'll do it again. Ian Nolfe, equipped with some snacks, has headed down to first base to coach that side for the Renegades. Bottom of the seventh, Renegades lead by nine against the Legends. Looks like we've got a new pitcher out there for them. Two-two pitches outside, and it's now run three balls and two strikes to Imgarn. Imgarn came in a couple at-bats ago as a single in an RBI, then a double for two RBIs. So he's had a nice night from the left side, as most of these hitters have had Nice nights against Legends pitching. 3-2 pitch popped up would stay in play. It's off to the left side, and that will get over into the bleachers and on a hop on its way to a fan. And we'll do the three-ball, two-strike pitch once again. In a normal game, the Renegades, if they scored one run here to make it 10, would walk it off here in the seventh. I don't know if that is the plan for this exhibition matchup. We'd assume they've seen everything they need to see out of the Renegades hitters. But I don't know the plan. 3-2 again to Imgarn. It's going to be called strike three on the outside corner. And he's rung up a backwards K for the first out of the seventh inning. He thought he had ball four. But they ring him up, so he's retired to start the seventh inning. So now Carter Goring will step in. He is going to have to try and get the first batter of the inning to reach for the Renegades with one out and nobody on. Steps in a righty-righty matchup. Goring. Has taken every at-bat so far tonight. He's 0 for 4. This one swung on a Mr. Strike 1. Excuse me, he's 0 for 3. Did reach on a hit by pitch in the 5th. Back into the box now is going. Sporting the stirrups as usual. White wave of the bat over the right shoulder and looks at a pitch here down low. It's now one ball, one strike. Renegades have scored runs in every inning except the first third and six so actually that's didn't realize they only scored runs in three innings when you put up 16 feels like you're scoring every time you have the bat touch your hand but they've only done it in half their trips to the plate it's now one and two to Gorling this one fouled straight back so we will stay put right here to ball and two strikes Herschler over to retrieve that foul ball looks like Taylor Hopkins will also take that at bat in the hall so this bottom of the lineup the only Hearts that have been consistent all game for the Renegades, along with Adonis Forte in center field. Pitcher straightens up and now will deliver the one two to Goring. It's fouled off again, and the Renegades first baseman just staying alive here in this one. I just realized that Goring started at first base. 
now that I thought about it, has not played first base in a couple of innings, so I'd assume he's just essentially the DH at this point. Ben Maslowski has been at it first ever since. We'll do the one-two once again to Goring. Here it is. It is swung on it high in the air to left, but should be playable. Left fielder moving after it, curling towards the foul line. Now strains up, and he drops the ball. Goring on his way to second base will jog in there. And the left fielder just could not get under that one. It fell to his left. And now a runner in scoring position for the Renegades with one out in the seventh inning. Now Joe Herscher will step in with Gorling out at second base for the Renegades. Going to go with a double call there on that Gorling play. I don't think the left fielder actually ever touched the ball. First pitch to Herschel is in there called strike 0-1. So that's Goring's first base hit of the night. He's now a runner in scoring position. It would be the Renegade's 17th run. Herschler now will ground this one lightly out to short. Third baseman's actually going to take it on the run. He will make the throw over to first. It pulls the first baseman off the bag, but he gets the tag on Herschler on the way by, and he is retired for out number two. Goring moves up to third base on the plane. Well, we'll see if Taylor Hopkins has had a good night at the plate can bring him in. Hopkins so far tonight, a double, a single, and a hit by pitch. He's scored twice. Popped out his last time up, but a single here would make it 17 to seven with going at third base after his double slash dropped fly ball. First pitch to Hopkins is low and away. Ball one and oh. The ball that Goring hit was a mile high and that left fielder looked to be camped under it, but then just fell to his left. Don't think it already, it actually ever hit his glove, just misplayed it. 1-0 pitch now coming to Hopkins. This one grounded weakly to the left side. Shortstop falls down trying to field it. Now pops back up and throws. It is not in time as Hopkins beat it out. And Gorling's going to score on the RBI infield single. And the hustle from the Renegades shortstop rewards him as he gets the RBI his first of the night. And the Renegades just barely get one there to make it 17-7 as Hopkins beat that one out by probably a half a step. So that's an RBI infield single is coming in to score from third was Gorling. Legends didn't like the call, but the Renegades benefit from it, and now that's Hopkins who will be down at first base with two outs here in the seventh. So now Mazeloski stepping in with Hopkins at first, looks at a ball low. Now 1-0. So Renegades back up by double digits now at 17-7. to um, or, uh, dugout for the legend still arguing with the field umpire. Hopkins going to steal second. The slide in. The throw gets into center field. Hopkins now is going to get up and come to third base. The throw going to third. Hopkins slides in there safely. And he has now moved from first to third and shows off the wheels on the steal of second base. Some yelling going out there by the legend. I think they thought that they should have thrown out the runner there, Hopkins. It is a two-ball count on Maslowski. Now looks at a ball here. So now three balls and no strikes. Just realized they basically skipped Adonis's turn in the order. So if that is Adonis's last at bat, he was on three times and I drove in three runs. Hopkins, who drove in a runner on an infield single just a moment ago, is at third base. 3-0 pitch to Maslowski. Misses inside, and that's a walk. His second of the nine. He'll head on down to first base. So now 
Carter Karatka, the lefty batter, will step in for the Renegades. Karatka, chance for his first RBI with the new team. He has singled, scored a run. Has not driven in a run yet, as most Renegades have, with 17 runs being scored. Hopkins at third, Mazlowski at first. Pitcher steps off. Don't think Mazlowski is going anywhere. Back on the mound now, and here comes the first pitch to Karatka. It misses way outside. Mazlowski stealing second base, and he's in there safely. Right after I said, don't think he's going anywhere. He took off on the pitch, and there wasn't even a throw down. So now he's in a scoring position, and the Renegades showing off the wheels here in the seventh inning. 1-0 pitch to Karatka is inside off the corner, and it's now two balls and no strikes on the right fielder for Jefferson City. Don't know exactly who is on deck. It's Colin Shreve's spot in the order, but he was not on defense last inning. This one away outside. It's now 3-0 on Karatka. And a walk here would load the bases for the Renegades, leading this one 17-7 in the bottom of the seventh inning. Back into the box now is Karatka. And here comes a 3-0 pitch to him. This one line to left field. That's going to get down for a base hit. Hopkins can crawl on home. He scores. Maslowski's just going to move station to station. Karatka's going to try and go to second base. And he is in there safely. And he's got an RBI to make this thing 18-7. So Hopkins easily scoring on the play to give the Renegades their 18th run. Maslowski probably could have came in to score, but he just moves up to third, and now Shreves will step up with runners on second and third. Renegades could potentially make this a 20th run if Shreves can single in these two. First pitch to him is going to be in there called strike 0-1-1. Shreves has killed two balls tonight deep to left field. Would score three if he does that again over the, over the wall. Cole Wagner waits on deck. Pitch to Shreves is going to be called strike on the outside corner. Now no balls and two strikes on the Renegades third baseman. Back into the box now. Shreves in an 0-2 count. He's got runners on second and third. This one way high goes to the backstop. And everyone will stay put. One ball, two strikes. So now a one ball, two strike count on Shreves. Karad cuts second. Maslowski at third. Wagner on deck. First base is open. Pitcher sets. Here's the one, two to Shreves. Swung on. Did he go around? They say he did, and he's down on strikes for the first time tonight. And there's out number three. But the Renegades put two more on the board, and they lead this one 18 to 7 as we'll head to the eighth inning. We'll be right back on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions 
When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131 to see how I can help you stay in the game. That's Christopher Scott at 573-896-0131. We are farmers. Bum, ba, dum, bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers, Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges, and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Moex Dock and Norm Direct is back better than ever. Much more than your number one ground shuttle transportation service to St. Louis Airport. Yes! Moex Dock and Norm Direct is Mid-Missouri's leader in premier group travel. Sporting events, concerts, wedding receptions, the lake, winery trips, Branson, plaza shopping, reunions, pub crawls, group sizes from 1 to 100 or beyond. We do it all. Remember, we want you to ride Moex Stock and Norm Direct. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Top of the eighth inning now for the Renegades who lead this one 18-7. And wait till I tell you some of the fun substitutions that we've got going on. As we had to wait for one more, Drew Vosch just running onto the field last second heading out to right field. So that doesn't tell you about some of the names and positions I'm about to give you. That's a pretty good preview. Carter Karatka is going to pitch. His first pitch is fouled off 0-1-1. So let's start with the new pitcher. It is Carter Karatka. He's played right field, but now comes in to pitch. Head coach Mike D'Amelia's son, Easton, is behind the plate. He's been the bullpen catcher for the Renegades all season long. Catches in high school, but he's not catching tonight for the Renegades. So he gets into the action. 0-1 misses. Low switch now, one ball, one strike. At first base is Brady Maltby. Renegades pitcher now getting the action at first base. At second base is Adonis Forte, and he's still practicing fielding ground balls in between pitches. One one pitch coming from Karatka. He's grounded out to second base. What do you know? The ball will find you. Forte fields, throws to first. Did Maslowski keep the foot on the back? He did, and that's out number one. You're in the eighth, and that's getting it done as Forte moved to his right. Delivered a throw a little bit off the bag, and although I said Maslowski, I just remember that's Maltby at first base. The two new guys connect right there, and I'll have to say Maltby was pretty nimble to keep that foot on the bag, and Forte with a huge smile out there at second base. That's fun stuff right there, as that's out number one. Forte to Maltby. Who would have thought I'd be saying those names a couple hours ago? So Karadka retires the first battery faces. Now misses low. 1-0. Renegades lead this one in the top of the eighth inning, 18 to seven. I believe that's Cole Wagner playing third base too. 1-0 pitch in there, strike, one ball, one strike now. It's a lefty at third, and I'm pretty sure that's Wagner. So we've got Forte at second, Maltby at first. Wagner is at third. I believe that's actually Mislowski at short. Can't totally tell, but I think that's him. I can't tell about, except Drew Voss is in right. That's the only outfielder I know for sure. So a whole lot of fun substitution. I'll run through him one more time. Karatko's pitching. 
Easton Amelia is catching. Maltby's at first. Forte's at second. Mazlowski's at short. Wagner's at third. Voss is in right. This pitch is going to be inside a ball. Three and one. Legends player off to the wild pitch. Grabs the ball right before Easton can get it and throws it back to the pitcher. Steals one from the Renegades catcher. So it's now three balls and a strike. Karadka looking to retire the second straight here in the eighth inning. The pitch is inside. Just missed. And that's a walk with one out here in the eighth. Legends will get a runner on first base. Looks like Taylor Hopkins is out there left. Just turn the back. I think that's number 19. My vision isn't great. I have to wear glasses, so I'll preface that. But I believe that that's Hopkins out there and left. First pitch from Karatka's grounded out to short. Maslowski has to play it on a couple hops. He's in on it. The throw to first base is going to be picked by Maltby, but not in time. And now runners at first and second base with one out. It was hit so slowly that I don't know if Maslowski ever really had a real shot at it. I think that'll go down as an infield single. So now runners at first and second for the Legends. I'm still thinking about that play for the first hour. Forte fielded a couple hops to his right and then threw a ball that had Maltby go down to his stomach to make the catch and kept the foot on the bag for out number one. This one is upstairs. A ball 1-0 to the next batter. And Renegades lead this one 18-7. One out into the top of the eighth inning. Karadka came into the game and right is now pitching in this game for the Renegades. Long look into the catcher. Easton behind the plate. 1-0 pitch is hit in the air to right. Voss, his first opportunity coming in, now picks up speed and makes the catch for out number two. There's tonight's starting pitcher showing off the athleticism. And he retires the batter. And one more out to go for a scoreless inning on the mound for Karatka. Back on the bump now is Karatka. We're going to get just the final out and send us to the bottom of the eighth inning, still in a 16 Excuse me, 18 to 7. Ball game, first pitch up and in as Forte ran to the second base bag to try to hold on the runner as the pitch was being thrown. Would assume that's a position he has not played a whole lot of, especially not of late. Now he's standing almost on top of the bag. He wants a pickoff throw. 1 0 pitch is just outside now. 2 0. I have to say, Easton plays a good catcher back there. Obviously, been the bullpen catcher all year long for the Renegades. Sure, this has to be a fun moment for all the family. 2-0 pitch now coming for Tate at second base. Shades the runner. This one popped up. Would stay in play. It's over by the Legends dugout. Maltby giving chase. Does a fake jump up against the net. And the ball falls safely. Maltby now trying to run out a couple of the runners. Dare them to take off for third base. So now it's a two ball. One strike count. One more out to go in this eighth inning to get through it for the new pitch on the mound. Karatka. It's been Voss, Nolf, Steelman, and Karatka. Boss actually out in right field. 2-1 pitch on the way. This one ripped to left field. That's going to get down the line, and that's a fair ball going all the way to the wall. Hopkins over to get it as it rolls all the way into the corner. One run already in. They're going to send a second runner. Wagner's got a shot at him. Hits over to the plate. Easton's tag, and he is out at the plate. Perfect relay there from Hopkins to Wagner to Demelia, and they cut down the runner for the third out of the eighth inning. And that keeps it an 18-8 ball game. And I th I'm not sure that maybe the last out is a bunch of renegades are coming out onto the field. 
I think that is going to do it. So final score, 18-8. And what better a way to end it than cutting down a runner at home plate? That's essentially the walk-off of defense as the throw was perfectly delivered from Hopkins to Wagner and then Wagner to D'Amelia. And the legends could have trucked him over if they wanted to, but D'Amelia put down a perfect tag, and now both teams will shake hands. Don't get to see this in every game, but the two teams, almost as you'd see, and a little league now doing fist bumps on the mound. What a fun night at the ballpark, especially the last inning on defense for the Renegades. A whole lot of guys that you'd never see playing certain positions doing just that. And that will make the final score, I believe it was 18-8 scoreboard turnout, but I'm pretty sure it was 18-8 in favor of the Renegades. They break out the bats on offense tonight. I can't really even give you final stats because there were so many hits, errors, all that type of stuff. But it was a fun one at the ballpark. Every spot in the order for the Renegades as they used all of their players got in on the action and they put down the legends pretty handily and now get to celebrate at the ballpark on this Monday night. Renegades still at 13 and 16 in the standings are in third place in the south but well in the thick of things only a couple games out of first and they start a huge stretch after the off day tomorrow. So you're going to want to tune in either come out to the ballpark for our four home games or tune in on the Show Me Sports Network because the Renegades are right in the thick of things and are about to get into the playoff push they're going to play 11 straight days of baseball, 12 games in 11 days leading up to the playoffs. And this is a group that looks like they're close. They've won four out of their last five games, and we'll see what's in store after the off day. But for now, we're going to celebrate tonight. Renegades lead this one 18-8. Had some fun in the last inning. Adonis Forte and Brady Malpe team up for an out. Hopkins, Wagner, and Easton Amelia team up for the final out. And that's the way the old ball game is. Not a whole, much to, whole lot to wrap up tonight. The only pitchers for sure I can say that the Legends used was Jason Rackers and Logan Bexton. Meanwhile, the Renegades used a combination of Drew Voss, Ian Nolf, Hayden Steelman, and Carter Karatka for their four pitchers tonight. They put up 18 runs. Player of the game, I'm going to give it to Colin Treed for his two deep hits. One of them left the yard, a solo blast, his second bomb of the year. His other came in Nevada a couple weeks ago. And a happy night to celebrate at the ballpark for the Renegades. And I think that's just about going to do it for me. So as they talk and conclude things here, I'm going to conclude here on the broadcast. But thanks so much for listening in, everyone. Hope you enjoy the rest of your Monday. Take a breather tomorrow and then come right back with us on Wednesday. We'll be on the air just before 5 from Nevada. Blake and I will have that one. It'll be a doubleheader game at 5 and 7. And we'll be make sure to let you know when we're going to be on the air for that. But until then, enjoy the rest of your night. Enjoy tomorrow on Tuesday. And hope you're all doing well. So for Ben Schmidt... It was a blast tonight. Renegades to win over the Legends 18-8. Have a good night, everyone. I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades baseball has been brought to you by Animal Medical Center of Jefferson City. Avon with Michelle Carty. Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Christopher Scott, Farmers Insurance, Doc and Norm Direct, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Hoslog Landscaping and Design, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, River Oak Christian Academy, Sawdust Studios, State Tech of Missouri, and Walk Off Wood Bat Company. 
We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyright by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.